Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Core. This is Core episode, I don't know. We don't really do numbers on here, do we? 208, we'll say. January 30th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson, <laughs> Bo Schwartz, John Jagger. We're all here. Uh, Thursday, not Wednesday this week. I had a, I helped a friend move yesterday, move some stuff. And uh, I think I tweaked my back, but I kind of knew that was going to happen if I went. And I did. But, you know, sometimes you do what you can for your friends. And Wait, yeah. I want to get back to your move for a second, but it actually is episode 208. It is, 208. Yep. Yeah. Wow, we've done 208 episodes. Yeah. That seemed way off. I was laughing. You thought, you thought that was too many? Or you thought I was, thought it was way off. I thought it was like 136. You're like, it's 208 or something. No, 208, man. Wow. We're deep into it. This is a so you, thrill a minute. Yeah. So you didn't hurt your back yesterday? No, I did. I just, I think it was from, here's my problem. I don't stretch enough. I know this is true. It's been true my whole life. When I'd play basketball, I wouldn't stretch enough. And I'd go out there and I'd hyperextend something or tweak my ankle or do something that I know I could have helped if I just did a little stretching before the game. But here's my belief on stretching. You look real stupid doing it. And so I don't like doing it in front of other people. And uh, that's the dumb, that's my dumb reasoning. And yesterday I probably could have done some private stretching before this move, but also my back shitty. Uh-huh. Uh it's just a big, long, dumb story, but uh, but yeah. Nonetheless, <clears throat> you got to help your friends when they need you. And, I mean, uh, it's super kind of you because you had a prior commitment, right? You have you're prone to back problems. Mm-hmm. You have every right and reason to go. I don't want to help you move, <laughs> which is the right choice. <laughs> right, right. And, and I still you did, did it anyway. I still so did it. you know, I feel like you've earned some some karmic good favor right there. Well, that, I hope so. You could have done it guilt-free. I would have just been like, nah, I can't, man. Yeah. I'm and ready to collect. Why? And I would have been like, I don't know. I got a tiny car. <laughs> I'm ready to collect on that karma. Let's let's get the payout. Okay. When does the payout happen? I don't know. Is it month supposed to be monthly, quarterly? Uh, I don't know how it works. Right now, we're doing a show. Oh, good. Let all the karma flood in and bury us in its warm embrace. Because what was this... your least favorite thing to move? Oh, um, beds and mattresses. Because the mat- okay, two particular yesterday that was bad. You know, usually they're like I hate giant shelves that you can't get around corners. You know, oh, you, yeah, you start, you're putting it one way and then upright, then left, right, and it just won't go, and you can't take it apart. I also don't like those. I don't like hutches for the same reason. You know what a hutch is? You ever have a hutch? Yeah. Well, I don't like a the hutch because that, right? yes, and I don't like <laughs> I don't like them because hutches are useless and stupid to begin with. They're just a place to display your dumb dishes and your stupidy trinkets, and <laughs> and it's dumb. So don't stupidy trinkets. And they weigh a ton, and they're all oak, and they're just like a billion pounds. Like, why are you doing that? So that's dumb. But the reason I don't like mattresses is twofold. One, they are really unwieldy, no matter how many people are moving like a king size mattress. They're just flopping on all over the place. They're hard to get around corners. They're pushing people out of the way. They're just awful. But the the other reason, oh, and you have to hold them weird because there's nowhere to grab them, really. Some of them have a handle, but they tear off easy, like all kinds of stuff like that. But here's the other problem. This didn't happen last night, but if you ever move somebody and you're moving their, their mattress, don't be surprised to notice as you look down at the thing, you're trying to move it, that within some inches of your nose is a giant pea stain or something like it, an equivalent. Like a big old mm. barf patty was there or a dog peed there or the guy peed there. Or whatever, Sorry, like on a bed mattress or something. Yeah, like yeah. a bed mattress. It's stains. Yeah. Stains are on mattresses. It's gross. Among other things, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It could be a lot. That's usually the last. Those are the, like the. I'm usually thinking it's like something else. <laughs> um, you know, and I'm like, I don't want to 
touch the like i want to touch this as minimally as possible yeah. as i mean that's le- true yeah. least amount of surface area contacting my skin as possible yeah I like mer- mattresses are kind of like the realm where it is from like you you all float down here like it oh. all goes in there oh yeah don't know that's true like, that's everything a, sweat yeah pee, yeah pee a uh, little bit of um uh, skin exfoliation ends up in there yeah, the skin will get in there other things Some, i don't know what you do scab toenails bed. Yep. Bodily fluids. Yep. Yeah, mattresses drool. are freaking gross. Maybe not on your pillow. You just drool right into the mattress. We we have a chain of uh like um there, there, no there's a, well, there's a place here there's a bunch of places here that's a lot like Goodwill. We have Goodwill as well, but they're they're like Goodwill. They're called the DI. It's short for Deseret Industries. Anyway, it's like a charity thing. You take your old furniture or clothes there, and they refurb it and then sell it for cheap to people with lesser means and all that sort of stuff. It's a good thing, but they a couple of years ago just said no more mattresses. That's it. I'm not taking those anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, even they won't take them. They won't take an old mattress and try to refurb that thing up. And as the British say, you should just tip them, which I guess is just putting them on the curb and hoping Probably someone takes it away. Too many people got sick and they get complaints and that's not what they're there to do, right? Like, right. I mean, Probably. Or it's just Somebody gross. got crabs and they donate their mattress. <laughs> That'll go in the mattress. It, and they yeah. don't delouse it properly, if that's even possible. Yeah. But then here Game we are. Over, we go to hotels. We get in those nasty beds. What are we doing? What are we doing? It's gross. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, hotels are awful. They are Do awful. Do have a hotel story today? Do you have one? I have. I was... No, I think there's a hotel story in our list of notes. Oh, <laughs> there is. We should talk about it. Do I've you been wanna... thinking about hotels because of the, what was put in there. We'll jump <laughs> anyway. straight to it. Atari wants to make video game themed hotels, specifically Atari hotels, not just video game themed. Like they don't, they're not going to get the rights to have like a Nintendo wing or something. It is going to be Atari ass hotel. Uh, the outside's going to look like a big Atari logo thing. Inside, I assume everything will be wood paneling and bad switches. I, I don't know how they'll do it, actually. Yeah, like, what um, is an Atari-themed... Like, what do they mean by themed? I don't know. They've been really, really short on, on details. Except to say they're doing multiples of these all over the country. One in San Francisco, one in New York, one in... So, it's just nuts to me that this is happening. Atari still exists, They I do, guess. yeah. I mean, do. yes, and I think you've stumbled onto the weird reason why they're making hotels, because even Atari's, like... I don't know. What do we do? What are we now? And someone goes, well, we're a name with history. <laughs> yeah. And they go, yeah, that's true. That is us. We making anything? Nuh-uh. It feel- All right. Well, are. let's just put our brand on stuff. It feels like the I only place. Atari has a console. Yeah, but that's a different. See, a different group is making that new, that weird console. It's called Atari VCS. Right. This is a thing. And Got delayed, but it's, it's still coming. basically Stadia. Uh, it's more like it's more like Ouya, except a lot more powerful. So, th- so here's what I know about that device. There's going to be a ton of when you get it, you'll just have a ton of crappy Atari games on it, which does not interest me in the least. But apparently, it's powerful enough to run other stuff, and some of that may be exclusives they're trying to secure. Some of that may be just straight up PC games. I don't think it's going to run Windows though, so I don't know. Probably it's a some Android fork or something, if I had to guess. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of don't have a lot of interest in it other than I think the outside of it looks really cool. Uh, it just does. a neat design that's sort of retro and modern at the same time, which is kind of cool, but nobody wants that joystick. Nobody wants any of that stuff. I mean, they are going to ship a, it with a regular Xbox version of the Atari controller. It looks like. With yeah. All the... Yeah. But 
Yeah, this even has sandbox mode, install any operating system. That seems... I think somebody will be interested in a sandboxable yeah. console. But yeah, they're not trying to dethrone a... Tar- they're not coming after the big boys with this thing. No, it's a weird wow. niche product. And it may yeah, so, so, okay, so but... to John's point, it's a weird jump, right? Like I always feel like the, ho- the part where I get a Bo-themed hotel is that between now and when I get my Bo-themed hotel, there's a lot of steps I haven't gotten to yet to like make that deal happen and then make it something people want to go to, right? Uh-huh. I, I really want to... Tell me about the amenities. The, tell me about the amenities of the Bo Hotel. I want to hear about this. What are you going to The Bo Hotel? Yeah, what oh, are you going to have Everything will have... Um, what do they call those things? The water toilets bidet. <laughs> water bidet toilets. Equipped. Bo hotels ample, come equipped with water toilets. Ample, seat, ample seating on the toilet, very important. Yeah. Nice, comfortable throne experience. Uh-huh. Good water pressure in the showers. Okay. Um, you'll get a bar of soap for each of your guests and not just one. Oh, this seems like you it's based on some specific everyone. experience you may have had. And then yeah, and make sure with you, you check in with our concierge boof foomb. <laughs> What's a boof foom? I don't know what kind of name that you would give somebody. <laughs> no, was, what was it? Didn't I leave lint on the soap when we shared a hotel room? That's yeah, why you did. You did. You did. Yeah. You did. I knew yeah. where that soap had been. Yep. Yeah, in my butt. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of not wanting to touch mattresses, yeah, no John kidding. Didn't want to touch my mattress. Yeah, like 2017 uh, rough mattress year in Blizzard. So the what else would be in this hotel? I don't know. I don't. You'd I have D and D. Would you have dedicated D and D rooms with like tables set up and people could play D and D and all that? You'd go all nerdy with it, would you, or no? I mean, it's just it's a hotel. Like I'm assuming people want to leave it and not stay there and play D and D. Like I have a very I haven't been to Las Vegas. I have a very limited idea of what a hotel. Oh yeah, see Vegas. That, that's probably because so. Vegas would change your mind on that a little bit anyway. Because yeah. Vegas is all about. I mean. <laughs> Not that you couldn't go to a million places while you're in Vegas, but what those big casinos try to do is attract you to their stuff. So they want you in their pool. They want you on their floor gambling. They want you to see their nightclub, their bars, their restaurants, and all that sort of thing. So it's very different than your, you know, just a hotel to stay the night. Um, And that's how I'd picture you. Bo would be a full-on, like, casino-style hotel. Right. And then what would your logo, let's, let's talk logo and exterior design here. It'd be like a big bearded smiley guy on the front. I feel like if my face is on a hotel, it's a hotel not getting a lot of clientele. <laughs> <laughs> Come stay at my hotel. It's just, it's just like, his face. You have to walk into his mouth and it just goes, as he opens his mouth. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. That's pretty good. What if it's, uh, what? okay, let me think here. What if... Um, I don't really want a hotel. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, this is really isn't a product that really aligns with my. I like that this was supposed to be us talking about what an Atari hotel would be. Right. And we instantly became more interested in the Bow Hotel, yep. which that's, is maybe that's... everything you need to know about the Atari yeah, hotel. That, that speaks about how interesting an Atari hotel sounds. That... I mean, I will go to an Atari hotel and I will stay there if they make one and it's reasonable because I want to experience that at least once to see what that even is. But I just don't know how it sounds like a viable business. It seems crazy to me. Like what? What, what if? Why? What if Atari hired a bunch of developers? Yeah. Like video game developers. Okay. I guess I should be clear. <laughs> and really top tier talent put this hotel money into paying them well, 
to put them on projects that they were passionate about and create fun video games. Mm. And instead of becoming synonymous with games that no longer exist and are older and outdated, they became synonymous with new quality video games all over again. Wow. That is crazy talk, but I think I like where you're headed there. Um, so suggesting taking the workers and having them live there and work there? No, he's saying don't do hotels. Instead, be true to your, your lineage and become a great video game company again. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah, yeah. which okay. I don't disagree yeah. with. I mean, they Atari used to do things on the side or, or with partners that I, I liked. You remember Tron 2.0? They did that, yeah. or they published it. I remember um, you talking about it. Tron 2.0 is great. That's a freaking great shooter. Um, it may not look great now. I don't know, but it was pretty good in its day. Um, uh, they you did know. some stuff. It's not unheard of. It's not like they didn't do anything before, but you know, they they have kind of just become a name that's synonymous with what they did in the past. And okay, that's fine. Except none of those games really fly anymore these days. Yeah. Where's the hotel going? Do we know? Um, Space. No, there. So there's a bunch of cities. They they announced a few cities. They announced San Francisco, New York uh la i think bunch of it's all american stuff maybe possibly canada i don't know i don't know where the list is yeah this seems like a failure waiting to happen does anyone want an xbox hotel no does anyone want a, a playstation hotel no a pc gaming hotel that's run on pc but computers oddly i do want a nintendo hotel <laughs> oh dude i want to that nintendo theme thing they're doing in japan disney that cross or no sorry it's universal isn't it Whoever it is, Universal Studios in Japan, I think, is doing a deal. They're making Nintendo Land in in Japan, yeah. not here, but Japan. And I, I kind of want to go see that. That'd be amazing. Yeah, Nintendo makes sense because it's so it's so magical land to begin with, the games and stuff. I right. feel like that makes sense. Right. So let's see. I can tell you the name. Okay, it's called Super Nintendo World. Oh, it is coming to Orlando. What? Okay, I would have to go to that. Um. Anyway. It says they're going to have, uh, oh, wow. Okay, there's some cool renders of it. And there's all sorts of Mushroom Kingdom bullshit happening. There's a great, uh, looks like Mario Kart track in the middle of this thing. Yeah, I'm all in. Like, like I would I'm all, I would love to do this. I could, it's hard to think of a Nintendo IP that couldn't be converted into a theme park event of some kind. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like, like Luigi's Haunted House. Done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mario Kart. Yep. You know, Zelda, like walk around a town and swing a sword or something. Like, <laughs> do that. that's an attraction right there. Yeah. Well, you open a big what, chest. What do you do? We make a little town. You go in with a sword, you swing it around. That's you, an attraction. You'd have a whole zone that could look like uh, Animal Crossing. You could have um, Donkey Kong rail car ride. Oh my gosh, dude. There's so much like that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Like roller coasters are simple. You just theme them after something. It's like Wario's Wild Ride. I can see it now. <laughs> I'm gonna win, and then you just start going in loops, and everything's shitty because because Wario freaking sucks. And Wario is what you brand your shop with, because then you just call it Wario Wear. Like oh, I see. Like you wear it though. Oh, that's right. That's the store in the middle of the thing because there's always oh, yeah. shopping. Waluigi. What does Waluigi get? What did we do for Waluigi? Do we have a thing? Yeah, I was going to say, they, they, you can't forget Waluigi because the internet will light itself on fire. <laughs> he's, he's the cashier. <laughs> oh, that's Way. terrible. We're going to get emails about that. People love Waluigi. I don't. I think he's annoying. Can't stand him. 
I love Wario though. Wario is my one of my favorite ancillary Mario characters, but but just but I the, think what the, people the, like Waluigi is how, is because of how stupid. It's ironic. I guess yeah. because of how stupid a character it is. Like Wario is actually good. Waluigi is just preposterous. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. Uh, it's I'm just looking at some notes here. Oh my gosh, this it's, website's it's the me literal some definition of low effort. It's like we have a bad guy Mario. Oh, let's turn his M upside down. It's Wario, clever. We have a bad guy Luigi. What do we do? Just add the other guy's W at the front of his name <laughs> and uh, change his colors. And call it, you know, it's got a mustache. Oh, they have a trailer for this. For the Mario Land? Yeah. Okay. I'll have to look at that. Although the link isn't working. So great trailer website. Okay. Well, apparently they've got some kind of website. Mario's like hanging out with people and in little CGI form. And they're all wearing Mario hats with the M on it. And <laughs> Mario, clearly the. Uh, the Lord of all he surveys, but I mean, they could do some really creative stuff with, uh, smash brothers. Just the fact that all those IPs are mushed together. The Pokemon area alone would be huge. I know they don't own all of Pokemon, but they own a significant part of it. Um, like they could just go nuts. I mean, I would absolutely love a place like this. I would, I wouldn't want to be one of the guys in a Koopa outfit though. Cause all the kids would be trying to jump on me to get my shell. And stuff. <laughs> That's right. Kicked my kids all day and hit with hammers. You could be a hammer brother and just, throwing them at people the whole time and then jump occasionally and they keep <laughs> sir, throwing them. Sir, sir, the Koopa is hitting my child with a hammer. Yeah. Or you could be a shy guy and just not talk to anyone. Ah, see? Get it? Shy guys? Get it? I got, I yeah. got it. I like shy guys. Or boo. You could be a boo and they and you just close your eyes when you look at them and then you turn away and they follow you. Those things are creepy, dude. Never trust those bastards. Anyway. Well, apparently I'm going to be one of the first ones to find out what an Atari hotel is because apparently the first one opens up here. So oh, Phoenix. I will oh, report we back. Li- <laughs> we need you live on location. Can we do a core where you're, uh, hello, this is John, live on location. Maybe yeah. we could pre-record it or something, but yeah. still. Why not? Yeah. You, yeah, you seriously, would, you, you, will, you know what? We'll, we'll do a little fundraiser and just get John a couple a night or <laughs> two in the thing. <laughs> We'll just get the we'll get the fans. We'll do a little thing. They'll donate, and John can go stay a night at the Atari Hotel. I, I mean, the that. good news is if the earlier you go, the less likely there's anything unfortunate and invisible in the hotel room you're staying in. So go early. I yeah. want you to get up to. Or the... I look under the bed and miss Pac-Man's under there. <laughs> no, that's Namco World you can't, or Namco Hotel. You can't. Oh do that. my bad. Yeah, or the... on a, you can play that on Atari, right? Yeah, but do you remember what that looked like? It was. The dots were long bars. Even the art on the front showed a Pac-Man guy with legs and arms, but, but with a big yellow head jamming bars like chocolate into his mouth. And the game itself, it was not, it was a bad, bad Pac-Man. It was Can you imagine good. if Pac-Man, that, that released today for gamers, like they get the box and they see Pac-Man with the arms and the legs. Yeah. And then they'd see Pac-Man in game without arms and legs and then Red would be like, they ripped us off! Yeah. Atari corrupt. This is what you'd say. Practices. You'd say this. Activate Pac-Man. Activate Pac-Man. Activate Pac-Man. Let's play Oh, I remember Pac-Man. that. I sent you that. That was from you. <laughs> yep. Time ago. That was yeah. from John. This guy, this Japanese guy trying really hard not to have a Japanese accent. Activate Pac-Man. It's really rough, but I love it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what was my whole point there? Oh, uh, John, if you do it, you got to go to the front desk and say, excuse me, I'd like the Yars Revenge Suite and just see mm-hmm. what they say to you. See what happens. Okay. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. I'll do this. That'll be great. I will, I will be our, uh, our go-to. All right. You can be the guinea pig. <clears throat> oh, yep. something I just was talking about on TMS today. Do you guys know that guinea, there's a guinea pig version of guinea pigs now? 
that have no hair. They're kind of like sphinx cats. They're like totally like naked guinea pigs. I want one. How is that a better thing? It's a better thing because they don't have all that dumb fur and uh, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what else to say about it. They just look like, they look like little men, little naked bald men just running around. You can get one of those. There's plenty of those in this world right now. You can go get one just about anywhere. What, a naked bald man? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, all right. Well, what if I shave my own and then just upkeep? It'll be, I'm sure Actually, that would be no problem. they do look better without hair on. Isn't it cool? Isn't They're it cool really? Again. Hold yeah. on. I got to see yeah. this. Hairless. They look like a Star Wars creature. Guinea Wars. pigs. Here we go. Oh, look at it. So it's high up on the list. Oh, you know what? at them. They're so cute. You know what? Kind of looks better. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, they don't have all that weird, like, matted cowlick well, fur and all that. some turn out better than others. <laughs> I mean, they're a lot more pig-like. Like, the pig name finally works a little. But some of them are adorable. I want one. This one, uh, hold on. I'm going to put it in Discord. This one looks like he, he saw you having private time in your house. <laughs> what? Wait, what? All right, hold on. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, yeah he's he shocked. It does. Yeah, but look at this one. It looks like a little black hippo looking thing. Almost yeah. Like a dog. Yeah, sometimes even. they look like little hippos, and that's pretty great. Yeah. Anyway, I want that. Sorry, chat. We can't show you because I'm just not showing you. Um, we can't because we won't. Because we don't want to. Okay? That's just how it's going to be. Anyway, I'm really into hairless animals. That is true. All right. What? I Seriously, I want a sphinx cat. I don't want any hair. I don't want hair on my animals. I want them smooth like are dolphins. You still a furry if you like the animals furries are based on, but don't like the fur. Oh, that's I interesting. So. I don't know. How does that are work? You ba- are, are they baldies? The is, one I just sent you, is the reaction to that question. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Are they baldies? Look, we have a fair number of uh, furry folk in the community. It's one of you guys is just. Uh, we already got our answer the answer is yes okay the answer is oh yeah someone says pgh first says yes all right well there you go uh uh okay well that's it with the atari deal hey uh warcraft 3 reforged came out and um nobody had anything else to say yeah it was just a quiet launch uh no uproar or uh you know freak out or anything no i'm sorry I'm, i'm i'm being told my ear now it was nothing but uproar and freak out it was a little bit weird because I played it the day of and I was playing the game and it seemed fine. There was a couple of bugs I ran into. Um, I haven't finished it, but I, I did enough to know that it's, uh, it is definitely Warcraft 3 remastered in a, in, a, in a lot of ways. A lot of graphical improvements. In some ways, it if you stand back, it actually looks like the same game. But if you get up close, you're like, oh yeah, look at all the detail on this stuff. So... There's some cool stuff there, but there are some glaring omissions in multiplayer and the way clans used to work. Um, all stuff that you can't do in the old game anymore because they've shut all that down, <clears throat> the Battle.net part. So this is your way of playing Warcraft 3 in a multiplayer environment. And some of that stuff's just a little undercooked. And it didn't include all the features and things that Blizzard said they were going to put in there when they announced it at BlizzCon 2018. And a lot of people are very upset about that, among other things. We'll get to the other things in a minute. But that seemed to cause a lot of consternation uh, that they're, that the game actually seems to have less features than Warcraft 3 had. And also that the features that were, they said they were going to add, like, 
there was talk of a completely redone Illidan versus Arthas fight uh, cinematic. They were going to redo that one. They didn't do it. Uh, there is a change to it, but it's not what you would think. No. And what they seemed to indicate on stage is there was some sweeping stuff coming. Also, UI and interface stuff was all supposed to be different. None of that changed. In fact, as best I can tell, I'm still limited to the same how many characters can I select at once and put into a battle group and it's like less than you'd wish and you're spoiled by the way StarCraft 2 does it. Um, but even StarCraft 1 Brood War re- remastered, I think that had some of those improvements. So anyway, whatever. D- to me, that stuff's small because, again, it's a remaster of a game and if you didn't like the first one, then you may not like this one. If you did, then you probably will. But um, the bigger complaints have been the terms of service that you agree to in that game basically come down to this. They say, <clears throat> and by, and I'll say it right before I say anything about it, this does not surprise me at all that Blizzard did this. So I don't know why anyone's surprised. And it's also almost exactly what their terms of service agreement is for StarCraft II that y'all signed, signed 10 years ago and no one's ever said anything about it. I never heard any of this complaining. So I don't know where all the complaining is coming from suddenly out of nowhere, but uh blizzards decided to really clamp down and say all right you can't bring third-party models into this thing no custom character models uh if you're going to create maps and mods and stuff within the game that's where they'll stay and if you're going to go anywhere else with it you're restricted from doing that uh that to me sounds like a company that doesn't want to relive the moba mess that was created in their backyard kind of right under their noses while they were very busy with the world's most popular mmo um, along came some people and they made a thing people really liked in that game. They made a bunch of custom stuff for it and then they picked up their stuff and left. And they went other places, whether it's League of Legends or a very direct case, Dota 2, and made billions of dollars for all those properties and Blizzard saw none of it. Now, <clears throat> it's not to say that you know plenty of mods have been turned into full-blown games. I could name a dozen of them, but things like Team Fortress and uh, freaking... That's all I can think of right now. Team Fortress. Even uh, Battlegrounds the... is all based around mods. And... That's true. Even like uh, Capture the Flag was a mod for Quake. Like these things just come out of of that. And I love the mod scene. And I think it's very cool what you, you know, what ends up happening. I think it's a really cool thing when genres come out of that stuff. But Blizzard, in their minds, you can agree with them or not, are like, yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't want to do that again. Even though... I don't even think they're that afraid that it would because, again, this is just a remaster of a game that's already been out. Like, the the MOBA damage is done. Like, we're no one's going to make some huge innovative new thing tomorrow on this thing that I know of. I don't think they think they will either, but it's just like boilerplate stuff now. You legally cover yourself so that people don't come, make a thing with all your tools, and then leave. And that's not surprising to me at all. But apparently, right. it I mean, is you can very you can debate whether or not it's a good thing or not. I mean, that's fine. But like a history where Blizzard put their hand on the stove and went, "Ah, oh, that's hot," and burned themselves, and now they're hovering their hand again and deciding not to do it. Like who who is surprised that they've decided not to throw their hand right back? It's not like any of those companies that built their stuff in Blizzard's backyard and took it elsewhere preserve the tradition of open source like none of those companies do that you can, can i mod league of legends no, no. um no. you can't even can do I much. Mod dota 2 maybe maybe um dota 2 has hats and <clears throat> and stuff that's created by the community but it's you know 
Yeah, but can, a, you know, to the extent that a Blizzard game was moddable, level editor style. Yeah, know, nobody's. T- yeah, exactly. Nobody's walking away from League of Legends or Dota Two with their hot new subgenre they came up with, and now they're a giant multi-billion-dollar company owned by Tencent. It doesn't work that way. As close as yeah. we've come to that was Dota 2's auto chess mod, and in that particular case, uh, everybody. Made but even money. there, they fought over it because didn't they have? Oh yeah. Wasn't there some sort of disagreement that caused the creator to go somewhere else? Meanwhile, Valve made. They tried to hire the creator. They they tried to hire the creator. They were Chinese guys. They said, no, we want to do this on our own. And so they said, okay, cool. We're going to make a thing that's like it. (laughs) So they made Underworlds. And then, you know, even those guys went to Epic. And I think Auto I don't know what the story is. No one's talking about. Well, Auto Chess is on phones no and on Epic and presumably coming to everything else at some point. But I don't know. I don't how hear well a lot doing. of people talk. About, I haven't seen a lot of chatter about it, but I see still chatter about, you know, TFT and right. boards. But that's a good so exa- it, that's a good example of some of that happening there. But they couldn't take code with them. They couldn't take the character stuff with them. They couldn't leave and say, well, yeah, we're kind of call our Arthas. His name is Arthur instead. Like, that's kind of what happened in the Warcraft example. And because of that, Blizzard wants to cover their butts. I, whether or not you like that or agree with it, especially modders out there, I mean, I feel for you, man. I don't like that that stuff gets locked down to the point that you don't have the freedom to create what you want to create. But I don't blame Blizzard. I mean, like, that's of course they're going to do that. What, it's yeah, 2020. What would you guys expect them to do? I don't blame any company that wants to do that, whether it's Blizzard or somebody else. Somebody else coming in and saying... Hey, we if somebody makes something great here, we want it to stay here. Of course, that's what they think. Of yeah. course, that's what they want to do. And of course, the modding community is going to push back against it. It's always going to be this struggle. Honestly, I think the mods thing is just another case with this entire thing on Warcraft 3 Reforge. And let me preface this by saying, I think Warcraft 3 Reforge is hugely disappointing. So just so you know that I'm not jumping on the let's defend Blizzard bandwagon, but also I'm seeing a lot of people say a lot of things and going, and they're also doing this about mods. Honestly, just sounds like a bunch of people going, and another thing, like people are mad about something that I think has a lot of legitimate credibility to being angry about. I think there's a lot of things that they did with this game that are mistakes, that are bad, that aren't great. And I think because people are mad and they just want to make the strongest case they can for why they're mad and why that's okay, they're just going, and another thing. Also, they're they're keeping all the rights to mods, which, again, is a completely obvious thing for them to do. And I don't think there's any universe where they didn't do that except for the first time where it burned them really bad. And another thing, it's also, it, it killed my grandmother. You know, like, they're just, every board you read is just the most extreme stuff. Yeah. And I, to me, I just feel like the the strength of this for me and the focus of this for me is why does Warcraft 3 Reforged exist? Mm. I knew why it existed back when they announced it in 2018. They had very grand designs for it, so much so that I talked to someone after it and they said, I don't know. I'm kind of unsure about all this talk about tying it a little more into World of Warcraft lore. I'm worried that that's going to ruin warcraft 3 because i kind of want the experience i had and i said well a couple months ago they did a patch because if you go back to 2018 there was a big warcraft 3 patch that year yeah to modernize it get it running on modern computers support 
current monitors, a whole bunch of things, a whole bunch of upgrades. In fact, a bunch of people thought it was going to be an HD remaster announcement. It wasn't. It was just a big mod and a big patch, or not mod, a patch to get the game running. So I said, I feel like they kind of did that for the people that want the pure original experience, and that frees them up to make something that's different and unique. And then they decided instead, well, what if we just made HD the exact same game? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> they didn't make, I mean, there are a couple of weird changes like Grimash Hellscream is no longer called Grom Hellscream or even Grimash Hellscream, even though he's listed in the, in the files as Grimash, but all reference to Grom is gone. I can't figure out why. So there are even lines where Thrall used to say, Grom you've done the, you know, whatever, when they have a conversation, now he just calls him Hellscream. I don't know why. There's no reason. There's not really a retcon. It's just like a, okay, you he's still Grom slash Grimash Hellscream. I don't know why you, the surname matters. Like, it, it's real weird. Um, there's a couple little things like that, but they, you know, for the most part, it's Warcraft 3. Like, that's what you're getting. Um, the biggest problem I've heard is major bugs. People all, will alt-tab out of the game, it crashes. Or people will get stuck on, I guess it's the fourth mission in the in the Arthas stuff. Uh, fourth mission in is crashing for a lot of people. So a lot of bugs and things that people think should have probably been ironed out. Um, they didn't do the beta. They did the beta for multiplayer, but not for the single-player campaign. So there's no, they don't really have outside test data for that. And I think that's probably a mistake. Um and maybe they charged too much for it, given that they didn't include all the stuff they were going to include. And in fact, didn't include stuff that was in the original release of Warcraft 3 in terms of multiplayer and, and the way servers worked and that kind of stuff. So all of that taken as a whole is frustrating. It's kind of a bad launch. It's, it's lame. And I think Blizzard should be taken to task for that. But it is possible to hold two ideas in your head at once. Blizzard may have effed up the launch of this thing and uh, overpromised, underdelivered, like all those criticisms. Are, are correct. Uh, but let's set fire to the world again because we just feel like being a-holes is not my idea of a good time today. Like, I got in the dumbest fights today with people. Here's a mistake I made. I recommend nobody do this. Reddit for Warcraft 3 Reforged is already a mess of anger, okay? They also have a link to their Discord channel, which they just let you into. So I thought, let's go see what that's like. That was a bad idea. I went in there. And it was a horrifying experience. And I got into this one particular argument with somebody about... Um, you chatted with somebody in there? Oh, yeah. I talked back and forth. I didn't just lurk. I, I, I started getting in there. And everything oh, was no. everything was stupid. And I wasn't in there to defend anything or, or complain about anything. I was just like, well, hold on. You can't say that. Like, I was trying to just create reason where there was none. And that was a mistake. Um, but, like, this one guy, <clears throat> he was like, this is why companies like Epic are so much better than Blizzard. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, Epic um, only takes 15% or no, 5% of the sales of someone's game who, who licensed their engine to make their game. But Blizzard keeps 100% of the money. And I went, you're comparing apples to uh, an old man's penis. Like they're not even the same. They're so different. They're not even apples and oranges, they're not even fruits. Like you're, you're describing a licensable engine where their entire business model is to sell it slash license it to people who use it for the games, and then you take a cut off of that. The whole point of the engine is to do that. It's not a game. I mean, Unreal Tournament's a game. That's not the same. 
the Unreal Engine is not a video game. It is tools to make a video game. It is the structure to build a game. It is the engine of the game. So people take that and they make a video game. Blizzard has a video game. It's called Warcraft 3 Reforged uh, or before Warcraft 3. And they decided at one point or another that it would have some modability, map making tools, that sort of thing. It's not a tool set for making video games. It is their video game. So they're not even close. And having these conversations with people was killing me today. To me, it was obvious. But to them, it wasn't so obvious. And I started realizing people start using that stupid frog. What's the, what's the frog? Pepe the frog crap and all that. It's just like, dude, is this, am I, did I end up, am I in 4chan today? What am I doing in here? Like, it was horrendous. So I got out of there. And I'm not going there ever again. But the point remains, uh, just have a conversation about it. You know, like, like, it's a bad launch. Straight up, it's a bad launch. Can they fix it? Probably. Will they make good? Probably. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But It's, it's probably a bad day to join that Discord. Oh, it was a terrible thing. day to join it. <laughs> you're like, not, you're, you're not like, wrong. The you're one day wrong. of your entire life you're going to be on this Discord server is the day that the mob has decided to, to again, crap on Blizzard. And, like, it's... There is a cottage industry around bad-mouthing Blizzard. Like, I don't know what they do when they're in that kind of position. I suppose Star Wars and there's other IPs that are in similar boats, like, that are big cultural touchstones in video games and entertainment. But, like, because I watched one video once in the fall about China or this Hong Kong deal, Bellular News. Have you ever heard of Bellular? No. It's a YouTube channel, maybe in the 100,000 views sort of level. Yeah. I watch one video and that I still get suggested videos all the time. And literally every day is a new upload, like five to 10 times a week. You wouldn't believe how Blizzard failed today. Yeah. Like, this is like, like imagine you start a company. Well, you have one, right? Frog Pants. Sure. And then some YouTube creators, like, I'm going to make a YouTube channel, upload a video day every day about how Scott sucks <laughs> or how Frog Pants suck. Like, that's literally what, what is happening to Blizzard. Like, John's saying he didn't like, you know, if Warcraft Reforged before we got on the show today, he's like, I don't even want to be associated with this cottage industry putting a product out there and criticizing it, but not being lumped into that business. Right. But there's a whole industry, whether it's profitable or not, it doesn't even matter. Like, it's just people spending energy and time just like saying the, the weirdest things. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. talking about how terms of service won't hold in the court let's f figure out you know what's going on with these this eula about owning product like all this crap and it's like just chill out mm -hmm. yeah but honestly like you know it, it just makes it hard to even read anything like it, 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 from a from a site that is reputable who's supposedly reputable who's getting who's reporting on what people think based on what they see on twitter or reddit which is not representative of people there's a lot of people who there's so many people saying like they ruined old warcraft 3 for me <laughs> right you know what because it's all it's a unit it's the unified they updated the client right you have right. to play the new warcraft reforged with classic graphics right how many of them have played warcraft 3 in the past five to ten years Very like few. i'm pretty sure blizzard knows how many people are logging in and it's nowhere near the amount of people commenting on this on this matter yeah guaranteed it's nowhere near. You're not playing this game. You're not. You're not entitled to an opinion, most likely, in in the way that you're expressing it about how this this game is a failure. So, 
Yeah. The bigger you are, the more heat you get. Blizzard's not the only example of this. People give shit to Apple all day. People give shit to Google all day. They give shit to, you know, any big player in any big space. That's just the way it is. But there seems to be an exquisitely anger, exquisite brand of anger with Blizzard hatred. And And I don't understand it. I understand Blizzard frustration. I've had more than my share over the last year. But today I got called a corporate shill three times for suggesting that maybe we could have a nuanced argument about it and not just yell at each other. You know, corporate shill, the guy who <laughs> yeah. went out to work on his own instead of work for corporations. Yeah, I don't work shill. for yeah. anyone. I work for me. <laughs> heaven forbid. Yeah, heaven forbid. That's the thing. That's the that's the part that's so frustrating to me is that I, I think it's totally reasonable to be mad at Blizzard about this even. Mm-hmm. And I get where a lot of the anger is coming from. Blizzard certainly has not had a good couple of years. You know, whether it's shelving heroes, whether it's, you know, the layoffs that they experienced, the underwhelming BlizzCon, a uh, sequel to Overwatch that's really just an expansion pack, but we stuck a two on it. That was maybe a little more opinion, but it's also true. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, underwhelming launches. Battle for Azeroth is not a great expansion. Like, there's a million things that are genuine frustration points with Blizzard, and it does feel like they're continuing to fail. And I'd even argue that maybe the only victory that they had was an announcement of Diablo 4, which ultimately is still kind of more Diablo, and you'd have to actually work really, really hard to bungle that. And it's also not a game launch, so the potential to bungle it is still very much there. I get where a lot of that frustration is coming from, but you have to do it constructively. Because you guys are right, I don't want to be associated with the people mad at this game because they're so blanket mad about everything and so over the top with their rage that it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm kind of on your side, but you're so at a 13 about this, threatening people, saying it, it slapped you across the face, saying that this is the worst thing that's ever happened to you in your life, like you know, all the way up to things that are genuinely scary, where it's people doing death threats or people just spamming racist things in the chat to try to make a game that they're complaining about being bad even worse. Um, Like, these are the people that I don't want anything to do with. And you could have, you have legs to stand on. When you have legs to stand on, you don't have to result to these. You can just hit them with facts and go, hey, I used to own Warcraft 3. It worked and played great the way I wanted it. You put out a product and now you broke something I already paid you for. Whether I was playing it or not is not a point. You broke something I paid you for. Yeah. That's not acceptable. Yeah, 100% legit stance to take. Uh, and you should take that stance if that's how you feel about it. And I know many who have. People have gotten refunds. People are mad. They're letting Blizzard know. Um, threatening to blow up the campus is a little far. I saw somebody sort of doing that in that Discord, and then he got banned. Um, John made a quote in our Slack earlier that, John, if you'll forgive me, I want to read this. He said, the extreme takes bum me out because it's so loud and so all over the place that it mutes what I think is some genuinely deserved criticism. Just to sort of add to what you just said, and I totally agree with that. Like, that is 100% my take on this, and I wish everybody could just freaking... I, you know, I know I'm dealing with like a huge range of demographics and age ranges and everything else. I know this isn't just me in a room of adults who can discuss issues calmly. I know that's not true, but it's still, I still want it to be. 
It's like 200 people playing this game, dude. Like, it's, <laughs> I'm telling you, nobody's playing Warcraft 3 before, <laughs> before Reforged came out. Yeah. It's all a bunch of bullshit. And like, I think you could say they definitely underdelivered in an age where we got the Doom and reboot, the Resident Evil 2 remake, and the what looks to be like a pretty good Final Fantasy 7 remake. They kind of did present initially, or you know, if you're not an insider, whether you're a Blizzard fan, uh, super fan, or, or like a game development insider at Blizzard, or have that kind of insight, it, the marketing definitely made it look like we were getting not just H upres, you know, yeah. which is what rematch we're getting a reforged game, and they yeah. definitely didn't do that. I've never played it before, but even on my first playthrough, I can tell, oh, this is an old game mm-hmm. with HD graphics. Yeah, that's what that being it is. said, it's a fun game still. It's not so old that it, it's you can't enjoy it. And for my first time playing through the campaign, I'm having a really good time. In fact, I would choose to play it over BDO, mm. which is my current hey. obsession, <laughs> which is very hard to pull me away from right now for some Wait, BBO. Oh, Black Desert Online. Black Desert Online. Yeah. Um, it's really good. Uh, the quality is there. And, like, you know, uh, I think that, I think ultimately, I'm just, I'd rather just Blizzard make new games and focus on making that stuff good. If you feel bilked by Warcraft 3, like, I don't know. My favorite game in the universe doesn't run anymore. So stuff goes away, stuff dies. And Warcraft 3 is an older game. It yeah, but Warcraft, Warcraft be, 3 will but... still, the original game will still play the campaign. Somebody in the chat room is like, I can't do it anymore. No, you just can't do the multiplayer stuff. That thing still installs. It's not. Dead. I'm on the Undead chapter. Yeah, yeah. you can even play uh, with the old good. look. And yeah. believe me, part of the criticism, they didn't change enough. Once you change it to the classic look, it's, it's like, there. I'm, yeah. I'm disappointed too that it wasn't, you know, like, the way they did Doom or Final Fantasy VII Remake, where they're just like, boom, new Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, okay, that just means they're not focused on this game that much. That seems fine to me. The overall narrative of the company is that they have been missing, and we want cool new things. Well, we've got Diablo 4, we've got Overwatch 2, we've got... Um, I think they need to make a new World of Warcraft, like, 2. I, Shadowlands trailer was freaking amazing, though, but, like, I'm... It's an old game. Uh, but <laughs> that's just my opinion. But they are capable of doing really exciting things. I still have my fingers crossed that there's a follow-up to StarCraft II, like spiritually, you know what I mean? Just their next big RTS. Is that yeah. someone's working on that somewhere in that company? And um, playing Warcraft Three really shows me how far they've come between Warcraft Three and StarCraft Two because StarCraft Two is still a very good game that you can go play right now if Warcraft Three is failing your rts needs starcraft 2 is like supremely playable now and the campaign is super great and long it's an incredible game yeah. as rts's so, go it's still know. it's king of the king of the hill as far as i'm concerned i'm disappointed that, but as a first time player warcraft 3 is also a very good experience yeah and that's say. that's a good point because that's how i felt too because i i played through most of the prologue and i got done with it and i was like had a lot of fun i played a great game but I feel disappointed. Like it's a weird, it's a weird thing to feel because at its core, core is uh, that this nice. is still a really good game. Warcraft Three is still an extremely good game, yeah. and that is still the foundation. Whether you know, all issues aside, um, and so I had an experience where I played Reforged and 
had a really fun time with it. But yeah. I would ultimately, if somebody said, hey, should I get Warcraft 3 Reforged? I'd tell them, eh, probably not. Yeah. And then maybe give it a while, while to see how they respond to all this stuff, you know, before you make that decision. I, I agree with that. Yes. Yeah, so I want to respond to something in chat. So Alessandro is a great person. Says, uh, wants to remind me that there's a huge W Warcraft 3 tournament starting from IEM and another bigger one in China in March that they need to fix the game for these reasons. I don't know, do and they? And that may well be like I'm making, I'm making jokes about the 200 players. Oh, there's a lot, yeah, there's more than that. Obviously, there's a big, I just want that sort of as part of the conversation just to balance things out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand that. Us are saying any of that, and I think that's important, but um. Uh, I just I and this is another item on our list of topics that we can talk about. But I'm I'm slowly of the opinion that Blizzard just wants out of esports mostly. <laughs> <laughs> so like the fact that Warcraft Three is not going to work for your tournaments, kind of like eh. I like that. Wait, wait, wait. You're this is kind of we need this segment. Uh, don't we have a little segment clip for this? Yeah. Hold on. This is both. Oh, we have that. Oh, that's right. This is perfect. For yeah. Where is it? Hello, China. No, no, no. Yep, no, that's no. it. That's not it's the it. X Files that's one. Hello, China. There it is. All right. So, so, it, okay. Jeez, Mulder. Uh, so, so yeah. <laughs> you, As a survivor of the HGC being lacking and trying to depict whether or not Overwatch League is su successful or not through the onslaught of polemic news that is just uh, opinion disguised as news. Yeah. It's hard to tally up the actions we're seeing that Blizzard take with respect to esports and the reports around it and feel like there's a healthy attitude towards making esports better. And we have like adjacent side cases where LCS is still going strong. Wizards has their magic stuff still going really strong. They're really supporting the sports and the legacy of those leagues yeah. as well as among others. Right. And I don't know what's happening in the shooter camp, Fortnite, call of duty, that stuff, but I don't hear a lot of, I don't hear a lot of the bad stuff that I do right now with blizzard esports. Yeah. And I, they just don't look to me like a company that's like, we really want to create a sports league and have that legacy live up in the marketing. They're all about hyping it up and stuff like that. I don't think that's their focus. I think it was, I think and, that may have left the room when Morheim left. He was really big on that. Um, and I think maybe yeah. that they're they're having to pull. Well, they have to pull back because financially it's not as viable. I don't know about Overwatch again. That That's hard to read that one because I don't know where that's at. But they're know, asking, Well, they ask a lot of money for the teams to invest. The report, I was, I was on a more major site, is that like it's very hard. None of these companies are investing in their franchise teams or making money. Yeah. Yeah. It's a loss for them, basically, and that that that's like that doesn't have a good look long term when you know it's BlizzCon twenty twenty or twenty twenty one and the Overwatch League just suddenly gone before the show. Oh so, no, it'll be fine. There will be Overwatch two out, and it'll totally revitalize the whole thing. No, it'll be. I think they just more want to focus on fun at home experiences and let other people deal with sports leagues if they're going to have it. But I just don't. They just don't strike me. They're giving me that impression that they're really, really gung ho about esports but i've had that impression since i've gone to blizzcon and saw how poorly they treat their games in that regard all the tournaments happen at the same time like that's imagine if we all had to do a public speaking assignment and the teacher's like yeah just all three of you talk at once 
<laughs> well, you'd be in three separate classrooms, and you might sort. No, no, it. you're in the same room. Well, maybe different corners, different corners of the. So, yes, we'll different corners. Hall A and Hall B. Like you can kind of hear the other guy. Yeah, that's true. But that's I'm true. like, I want to spend time watching all of these tournaments. I'm gonna go to the Overwatch one. I'm gonna go to the Hearthstone one. I'm gonna go to the World of Warcraft one. Yeah. Now nobody gets the benefit of being the most important thing happening at that moment for a Blizzard fan, and it's 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 poor management of their esports program. I'm I'm at a point where I'm hugely critical of it because of the stuff that's happened. Yeah. No, I get so it. so. I, Warcraft three not uh, not working. Eh. Maybe they're just like eh, small potatoes. Yeah, we're not no, really. That's what I think they're not ready to For launch them. a launch a giant esports initiative around Warcraft three. I can tell you that. Yeah. Well, but and what is what about this YouTube thing? Did you hear about that? No. Oh, they got Blizzard a and YouTube. Oh wait, before you before deal? you do that, before you do that, so I want to take one tiny comment to task in the chat. Now, and okay, knuckle bones all respect okay i'm not this isn't me calling you out but i guess it kind of is but i just want you to know i don't mean it in a mean way but he says they fired 600 excuse me 800 people and their games are suffering they deserve the flack um i understand that sentiment but it's actually based on an, a, a miss piece of misinformation they didn't fire a single dev during that layoff that was all community people esports people and uh office stuff and some shared stuff at activision not a single one of those were programmers, designers, artists. None of those guys got laid off. So I don't think that holds water. I think it's like, again, it's fair to say why they deserve flack and then point out the reasons. I just think we should have real reasons. That's all. Is that too much to ask? I don't think so. There's plenty of real reasons to be mad. Lots of them. Yeah, there's a ton of them. We don't need to make one up is what I'm saying. And I'm not, again, I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying Knucklebones is sitting around going, what can I make up to, you know, I'm not saying that. And you may have been, you may have not known that none of those were dev jobs. I don't know. But I don't think CMs and, you know, uh, social media managers and those types are the ones that uh, are the reason why the games are suffering. I think maybe their image is suffering because of that. You could make that argument. But I don't, I don't think that has anything to do with the actual development of the games. Anyway, uh, no, none, none were in quality control that I know of. I don't think that's correct. Community people got hit. Oh yeah, big yeah. time. They were the most. But like their supports, you know, they support the product, they support the initiatives, but they don't make the games ultimately. Yeah, so. and the, and like I said, that's a bad look for PR. That's a bad look for us as gamers. We still, you know, we whatever. That was a shitty thing. I hated that layoff. Yeah. This show got turned into a regular video game show as a result. Of yeah, that, that was kind of the. Straw. I mean, not directly. We didn't go well because they laid people off. We're not talking about heroes anymore. But it was one. It was. Time, a, it played a role. There's no question. Yeah. And they. And yeah. you know, I think I've got this weird, you know, lifelong Blizzard fan, and I'm in this weird place where I, I, I also don't agree with a ton of stuff they're up to. And people well, seem to not hear me say that. They think I don't I, ever say that. And that's I think that they it's tell me symptomatic of like we're all wishing things from a company that's going to do what it's going to do. Like I wish for HGC, if the company was mine to control, there would be different things to do. And I think everyone has a little bit of that in them. That's why I say like Blizzard probably, it looks to me, they, they just want to focus on making some quality game experiences and not live up to any of these things people keep trying to put on them, right? You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like the esports, and 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 now, I mean, I don't know what else. That's really all it is. Just esports kind of sucks, and and I don't know the fact that like I don't know. I blanked all the releases. Like I, 
I don't have that much to complain about when it comes to Blizzard, honestly. I'm just mad about HGC mostly. Yeah, that's still your the craw on your the what, the stick in your craw. How's that go? I forget how that goes. Stick in my craw, craw in my <laughs> stick. Yeah. All right. Well, enough about Blizzard. Enough about Warcraft. Let's uh, move on a little bit to uh, the, some. I think some exciting news. Speaking of remakes, Knights of the yeah. Old Republic getting a remake slash retelling. Um, <laughs> on the heels of another remake oh my. yeah so here's the funny thing because here's people arguing for the exact opposite situation so they announced knights of the old republic coming back people very excited that is one of the if not the best star wars game ever made so a lot of passion for that and then they said well it's going to be a bit of a remake because uh it's going to be in canon so we're going to be taking one and two and taking elements of the story and, you know, making it fit within the actual canon Star Wars universe. Uh, and then people promptly went, no, we just want the same game, but graphics. And so now we have people arguing the other way and saying, no, That's please so just make the exact same game, but with prettier graphics. They need to stop listening to those people because we don't get Final Fantasy VII Remake, you know? Like, there's people, I'm sure, who would just like it to behave like the old game. Yeah, don't and, stop and, saying these things to game developers yeah. i agree i'm excited for a remake i can't wait to see how they make that canon is there a chance they'll mess it up sure there always is is there a chance that they'll knock it out of the park also sure I can't does even, it destroy I can't... my experience of playing knights of the old republic if they mess it up no nope. no it'll it'll destroy sure. your experience of playing the remake that's it like you still yeah, have the old that. experience, so what's the problem? There's a high percentage they mess it up. This is EA Bioware, right? <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is EA Bioware, yeah. and are you looking forward to getting loot boxes and your Knights of the Old Republic? <laughs> oh come on, they're not going to do that. <laughs> I haven't played an EA game won't. that hasn't had a loot box in it in years. That's right. I had to play that again. The new Battlefront Two doesn't have it anymore. Yeah, they got rid of it. They they, they know the writing's loot on boxes. Not in that no, game. Well, they do. They but it's not. They do. I, I know what Bo's one. saying. Bo's right. They well, do. You opened one. It was a legacy one. You can't even get them anymore. Look, yeah, let, look, I'm just I'm saying it. Let's say it's not pay to win. Let's say you can't even buy them. It's just earnable loot boxes in the game. There'll be some kind of loot box in that EA Bioware game. I'm telling you. There is a All huge right, we'll push to eliminate them entirely. They are they are the dirty word in the industry. And I'm I am already guessing I'm near hundred percent on this that Blizzard is dumping it in Overwatch 2 for a battle pass style sol- uh, solution like everybody else in their dog is. Mm. Okay, look, all I'm gonna say is this, because I, I already see it in the chat. I'm hearing it from Bo. I'm kind of getting the vibe from Scott. They just put out a Star Wars game. It was well-reviewed. It had no loot boxes, and there's been zero DLC for the game. Oh, you're talking about Fallen Order. Yeah. It's made by Respawn. They're, they they like to fight with EA. <laughs> like, it it's not a proof of concept yet. <laughs> like, I get but, where but this I, is coming from. There's a history you. there, but I, I don't think we you. need to assume that it will be there necessarily. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I know look, Mass Effect Three had loot boxes. Yeah, but Mass Effect Three is like five. Um, what I'm saying, I look, tr- Mass Effect Three. I know. Mark I know. my They're words. Big- Mark my words. Loot boxes are on their way out across the board, with the single exception of maybe mobile and maybe the Asian market is a little slower to do this. But I really, really, I mean, you're st- most new games that you could have seen two years ago having loot boxes have this gone a different way. This, if we were betting people, this would be a perfect bet. Oh, like, would be. I would say, what are the odds? Uh, I would take the odds against there being some kind of additional purchase post launch. Right. Right. Like, you know, Doom launched and it was kind of just a box. Yeah. 
DLCs, but well, maybe there was add-on purchases on it. I don't know, but you know what I mean. The traditional you know, like Borderlands always comes with extra crap to buy the junk, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are the chances that they remake a pure game that is just a box for sale without uh, adding anything after? C- it? C- oh, Cyberpunk. Zero. That's, oh, that's zero on they, the no DLC. That's, that's yeah. how they make their money. Right. But now. but but remember, you just said that a lot of people are like, "Don't change the game. Make it exactly what it was." Oh yeah. So well, they'll make already... it exactly what it was. Plus some loot boxes, and the internet's going to freak out. Here's what I want. Here's what I want. If they could, let's look at Resident Evil 2 as the example, and the upcoming three. Yeah. That's what I want out of this Bioware remake, or out of this uh, KOTOR remake. Because I want to play as rookie cop Leon S. Kennedy. (laughs) I want to get chased by Mr. X. He becomes a Jedi. Yep. Nailed it. This is exactly where I was headed. No, what Mr. I mean is Mr. X gets brought back as a cyborg man with a breathing problem. You do this and just <laughs> pursues you down a corridor constantly. That sounds brilliant. But you just do this true treatment where you're true to the original in all the right ways and you're true to modern sensibilities in all the right ways. And you come up with that kind of product and you can see KOTOR as that kind of game. Like totally like. The, the the essence of KOTOR stays the same. It's just beautiful graphics, way better angles and cutscenes and sound work, and everything else just comes into play that we can do now modernly. It's truly a remake. Like I'm I'm all in on that if they can just keep the core yeah. and the core is the I, gameplay. I want I want a remake. I don't want just up res yeah. textures. Sounds I want to totally, know how it dude. fits in the world. Like I like I'm Look, I do not love the most recent Star Wars movie. That said, I'm happy with the canon we have, and we have an established canon now, and I'm curious how this game that existed somewhat outside of it fits into that. I want to know, is it going to have Darth Revan in it? I would assume so. How does that character fit in this new universe? Like, what is that character like? I'm I'm excited about it. I'm glad that it's going to be something new yeah. that said star wars easiest thing in the world to monetize you have a game with lightsabers <laughs> all you have to do is be like yeah that purple lightsaber crystal is pretty <laughs> isn't it? and i and someone goes uh-huh yeah 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 well, if you get if you had four dollars i could get you this crystal well and i i immediately go i have all the four dollars for you you can have it all but I'm telling you, I think there's blowback right now on what we think of as the future models of freemium this and blue boxes that. There seems to be a pulling back. I will give you another example that was just announced, and we have it in our notes. Torchlight Frontiers, which was supposed to be an online all the time sort of mini MMO-ish sort of experience. I was kind of looking forward to it in that form. Uh, is not that anymore. They've switched gears entirely and gone back to a you'll buy this game one time, and it's called Torchlight 3. It's not going to be free to play. Like, that's a complete turnaround. And I think there's some blowback right now. I think people are like, maybe a little too uh, overextended into the mobile universe. Why don't we pull it back a little and do some more things like that? Like, Fallen Order, I think, is a response to that. They took yeah. so much shit for uh, for Battlefront uh, 2 and its model and everything. And they tried to fix that the best they could. And I think it turned out okay now. Um, but it took a while and they took a huge hit for it. PR wise, I think Fallen Order made a very strong effort to avoid all that stuff. And I don't think it's just Respawn being rebellious. I think that stuff, that's, there's no way that's true because Disney has got their hands in this thing like you wouldn't believe. So they don't have the whales. The whales are, are got to be smartening up too, right? Like, yeah, that's the other thing is like, like, how, how long can you milk the same people 
Like if you know someone who spent twenty grand but they only make like thirty grand a year, like you're intervening that per- you're talking to that person. Right. Like if that's a friend of mine, I'm talking to them. Yeah. So I so You know what I mean? Like how many there's some people who can afford to dumpster it. Like that guy, you think there was a story on TMS this week, the morning stream, for those who haven't been acquainted, great mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. that Scott does, um, about the guy who spent like a scholarship money on hookers blow and in at <laughs> Apple purchases yeah. and the percentage of the 200, was it 200 grand? It's 200, percentage grand, whatever it was. On yeah. Apple in-app purchases was like, what was it, like 70% of yeah. the 200 grand or something? Yeah, he was buying all like gems and, and upgrades and Smurf yeah. berries. He's and, in jail now or something. He's in, he's in trouble. Yeah, he was a professor. He was, <laughs> he, was, he was using grant money, which is a big, huge no-no. There you go. That's what it was, yeah. grant money. So like, it, it's unethical to make your business, oh, we want to make games. It's like, yeah, you're bilking from whales who are making mistakes in life, mostly. Yeah. And I know that the business, the American way and the way of business is say, hey, it's their money. They need to be responsible with it. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, you have to look at that. Like, I feel gross going to bed knowing I made my money for people who had poor impulse control. That's yeah, like, it, why don't I just go rob grandmothers? Oh, they have poor purse <laughs> control. I can take their purse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's you're doing the same thing. If you work for a free-to-play person, you're like, most of our income comes from suckers, whales, then... You're just a con man at that point. I, I mean, I, I don't disagree. I think there's um, so, the yes, nickel and diming stop. attitude, and 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 uh, there's predatory practices, no no doubt. That's why I think there's a pull. There's a bit of a pulling back right now. Now, what that looks like business wise, I don't know. I, I think most people agree that battle passes, pretty much across the board, are a much better approach uh, to this kind of thing than than the typical uh, loot box structure that we've been fed for the last few years. It's no longer interesting to me to open a box and hope I get a thing that I might get. I hate that. I'm yeah. sick of it. I'm done with it. I want to do that Even, in a game. I want to like pop something in Diablo and go, ooh, a nice sword I didn't expect to see. That's different. Like That's fine. But when you get out of the game, I don't want to go click on boxes and have some random shit happen. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. but even, even battle passes, I'd say, you know, how much further are we until like too many games adopt it and then we're in the... I can only buy so many battle passes. No, and... I think it works because that that our our comfort for that pain threshold, like we have we have Netflix subscriptions, we have Patreon subscriptions, we do GoFundMe's, like we have all kinds of stuff that we subscribe to, and we know we're not getting a product back in return. You know what I mean? Like we know Netflix yeah. doesn't give me anything. I put a hundred dollars into their service every year or something like that. Right. So I think we're all really used to it, and the pain of that is much less than the random thing because well, you know what you're you know what you're doing when you sign up for it with loot box you know you yeah, don't loot, know loot boxes you don't it's it's kind of gambling i mean it's gambling in the sense that you're not going to earn money back but you it's gambling in the sense that there's a lot of rng and you're just sort of playing the odds and i hate that uh battle passes what i would say to you john is i agree with you but i don't think the idea is that i need to pay for 16 battle passes i think it's just I'm playing a lot of more Modern Warfare right now. I should get this battle pass. And that's my that's battle pass point. for a month. And then I'm done and I'm like, oh, I'm kind of sick of that. You know what? I want to go back and see how Apex is doing. I'll do that battle pass. Or I don't pay for any of them and I just do the version of the battle pass that unlocks things slightly slower and doesn't give me every single thing I, that comes out of that thing. I'm okay with that too. Well, and and because you know what you're getting, you right. can say, oh, I don't need to participate in this one. Oh, and then somebody turns around and goes, we got this and ours. And you go, well, I guess I'm playing a lot of that game. Yeah, exactly. I think it's legitimately a far less predatory practice. Are, are there yeah. still people that are like, oh, I got to have that Fortnite 
skin where the guy looks like half robot, half taco. I got to get it. By the way, I yeah, can't even it's... look at people playing Fortnite anymore. Can I talk about this for a second? This is a problem. I can't even watch video of it because it's a ridiculous game. It's okay. Forget about the building. And when there's two good players at the end and all they do is just like spam build and shoot down each other's buildings until one of them makes a slight mistake. I hate that anyway. And I don't want to play that. I wish there was a mobile. You didn't play it with a stupid building in it, but whatever. I know it's in the game now. It's like last hit. They're never going to take it out. So I understand. However, uh, I just can't look at it and take it seriously. I'm, I'm, I'm staring at the back of somebody who looks like a, a, you know, a, a bunch of Kleenex boxes stacked up together because that's the skin the guy got. And they're always changing weapons, constantly going, just like a habit, like a weird, you know what I'm talking about? Like you see him just flipping a gun, flip a gun, uh-huh. flip a gun. And I'm like, are, are you all, where's the monster? Do you have a monster lifetime supply in the garage? Like, what are you doing? I can't do it anymore. That sounds like an old guy take and fine. If it yeah, is, I was going to say, uh, Scott, I think you're falling into old guy take. I mean, they one. may be having fun and I'm not saying that. Sh- I'm not poo pooing their fun. Let them have their fun. I'm just saying I can't watch it. I can't yeah. watch it. I just can't. I had a friend who was super into Fortnite. And now he's all in on modern warfare. So I, I wonder not that one person is a great sample size for the success of a thing, but. Uh, he seems to be plugged into that particular zeitgeist, and I wonder if the tide is turning on some of these things. Maybe. I was surprised. To f- I don't know if we talked about it last week, but there was the most money-making games of the decade, and it was like dominated by Call of Duty, not MMOs, which I found surprising. Or- oh, every year it's Call of Duty. They never like, since, since Modern they, Warfare. They took up like five of the spots. Yeah, I think it was, League of Legends made it onto this list. It was five or seven or something of the spots. But League of Legends doesn't sell units. They just do transactional stuff, and that stuff doesn't get counted. So it's not even in the numbers, or it probably would be there. These are all just like, okay. you bought That's why World of thing. Warcraft was on it, because of the box copies. Right, and the reason that um, GTA Five was the number one for the whole decade was because, that, again, that's a boxed thing. But they, they also make money with with their online service. So they kind of get it at both ends. I mean, that's the biggest success of the decade. Without any okay, question. I thought it was overall. Because I was just gonna say, I was surprised by that. I'm not, you know, a lot of people really like. I mean, clearly, Call of Duty. Yeah, it's a force. Seven, seven calls of duty. Call. And people yeah. every year can go Call of Duty. They've lost their way. I'm like, you know, they still sold more copies than anything this year. So I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it's the same thing as when I worked at a popular video game retail store and. Uh, you know, you'd sit there and you'd make fun of Madden and you'd be like, oh, stupid Madden. But, hey, we got way more copies of Madden than anything else. And guess what? We sold out of them. You know, people yeah, and, buy it. People and Madden was it, whether you like it or not. For the previous decade, 20, 2000 to 2010, that Madden held that those slots. All those slots were Madden slots. <laughs> Then they, then all the same people, that's a generalization, <laughs> said, uh, hey, what if we shot each other instead of threw footballs at one another? And then they became yeah. Call of Duty. No, you're, yeah, that was a big shift, but sure enough, that's but that's literally mainstream gaming. Welcome to mainstream gaming. They still sell a billion things. This new game is very good. I really like it, and I haven't paid attention to Call of Duty in a while, but I really like the new one. Fortnite makes me wish Call of Duty was more of a thing. <laughs> just to bring it all back, right? Can't well, yeah. Like back. if they, if so, if they counted just revenue, I think probably Fortnite, World of Warcraft, uh, I don't know what else. Uh, you know, League of Legends. These would all be in that list. They'd be in the top slots if it was just revenue, because revenue is everything for these companies once they sell the box. 
you know, Blizzard gets to do it twice. They get to sell an expansion for 40 bucks and then they get your money every month. But not everybody else does. Put a fox on the store and, you know. Oh, yeah. People are into that fox and that mouse goes to charity, though, doesn't it? Oh, oftentimes for a while. um, But not every not every new thing goes to charity. Sometimes it goes right into the pockets of Big Blizzard. I was interested to see where Torchlight was going to take Frontiers, but I'm fine. I like Torchlight a lot. I'm a fan of the series, and I'm fine with 3 being whatever 3 is going to be. Just hurry up and get it out. It's already been delayed a ton. Let's just be done with it. Get it finished yeah, I'm up. Still, I'm shocked it's still coming. For a while, it looked like... I guess they Runic had sold the company? Well, Runic is gone now. So yeah, Runic sold okay. the IP, so now the IP is owned by... Crap, I looked this up the other day. By crap. the way that it was pitched was like well now it's a free-to-play game and i was like i don't know about this Mm -hmm. so it's it's actually doubly shocking that it's going back to a box copy yeah but i'm in Um, on that i want that um oh here it is i can tell you who owns it now it is arc uh and arc you know them from hold on arc the game no arc the brand uh they're publishers they mm. do uh, Remnant from the Ashes, which is a big Steam big seller last year. Uh, yeah. They did. Uh, they do Neverwinter, the Neverwinter MMO. They do Star Trek Online oh. Legacy, or Star Trek Online is theirs. Oh, Star Trek Online, the game that I'm subscribed to forever. I heard that that new expansion is really good in there. I heard. Is you it? Should, should I should sp- get in there because I still have a subscription to that game. They also publish oh, Subnautica and spe- uh, Forsaken World. So. Speaking of that stuff i don't think it's on the list but i just saw it today um wizards of the coast has founded their own studio what with what, a gaming studio Bioware developer and some so this guy who's been with bioware since Baldur's gate helped work on those games left bioware to start a new studio yeah and he has the official green light license partnered with nice wizards so like larian's doing Baldur's gate 3 but they're Wizards now has its own company to do D and D games. I'm super uh, that's excited. That's a pedigree that I I'm, like. Yeah, I'm, excited. Today. yeah. I'm excited to hear that. I didn't know. I I really like the Warhammer IP, and I like it even better when it's in good hands. <laughs> and it not always is. <laughs> like it seems like yeah, it's all over the place, right? Yeah, they're kind of all over the map, and and they're. And they are, it's hit and miss. There's some amazing Warhammer games, and then there's some terrible ones, and then, yeah. and then I look forward to a new one coming, and then it's worse than I thought, or, or then one that it looks like crap ends up being really good, and like there's just no quantifying the quality until you see it, and um, that makes me happy. I mean, that feels like something they should have done a long time ago because they've never, they've never dabbled in that, as far as I know. They they originally were gonna have you know Blizzard was supposed to make a Warhammer game, it turned into Warcraft, but. Because that license, it didn't work out. But, you know, if they'd have just done this early, imagine. Oh, those IPs are amazing. They could have done so many cool things with good development. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, that um, might be the yeah. MMO. So, so the, the the guy who's leading the studio worked on Baldur's Gate, Dragon Age, Neverwinter Nights, Star Wars The Old Republic, and Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Nice. Wow. That's a that's cool. good so the, crew. Good, good that's, lineage. That's like a list of my favorite Bioware games. <laughs> yeah and bioware is like they had the D license you know for all those old games and stuff so there's kind of this reuniting of talent i suppose mm-hmm. it's very i think it's very big news um what yeah, it's going to turn into who knows that's but. huge no I'm, I'm stoked about everything you just said 
The amount uh, of hours I have in the original Dragon Age maybe only pales compared to my WoW time. Wow. I played through it twice. Dragon Age? Dragon Age 1 and I, Origins? I, yeah. I, Origins I, I played so through good. Origins. Loved Origins. Maybe four times total. I played through every single one of the Origins, at least to Ostagar. I can't tell you how many times I made a character, got through the little opening origin and went, yeah, they got a weird eye and then deleted the character, <laughs> remade them and went through it again. I mean, we're talking a insane amount of hours in that game. Yeah, that's such a John thing, though, for you to go in there and have to retweak faces and stuff. I love that about yeah. you, though. I think it's great. Don't agree. There's a go big problem it. in Mass Effect because Mass Effect, they give you this one very specific type of lighting when you make Commander Shepard. And yeah. you're like, oh, I feel really good about this. And they go through the opening cinematic and then the first shot you get of the character she walks onto the bridge and they do this weird under her head weird orange lighting hitting her face and you just go oh yeah this this character looks good and then that lighting hits and you go oh i gotta re- <laughs> gotta remake this whole thing it's bad i gotta fix this yeah no i know that feeling here's the thing though what can we pinpoint when bioware stopped being awesome was it after Dragon Age 2? Okay, Dragon Age 2. You think that was the sign? Yeah, Dragon Age 2 was the sign. And th- not to say they didn't make anything good after that. I do actually like Inquisition, I but I feel like they got lucky in Inquisition, and I feel like it's greater than the sum of its parts. When you look at the little pieces that make up Inquisition, you go, the hell is wrong with this game but it just happened to be okay yeah i I agree with that i think that's how that turned out for them and there's a lot of stories that support that like about development and how things were really messy and why why that first zone feels fishy there's something fishy early in that game that feels like a bunch of shit changed direction and then the game got really good but you're like what were they what were we doing here early on but it was too much to go back and fix what if you spent 37 hours in the first zone and you're like what yeah it's weird it's, it's really weird why plus that was around a time when skyrim was dictating everything you know like skyrim was such a monster hit that if you made a game after 2011 that was a big sprawling rpg you just felt forced into kind of having to go a skyrim style open world you just had to do it and inquisition did that and i think maybe they that first part was just a little too open and then then things got a little better. But uh, what's the other one that was uh, like that? Oh, and, and I think to its strength, The Witcher adopted a lot of those ideas and did it right. Um, that That's a whole other conversation about how these trends end up shaping games. It was, it was definitely Dragon Age 2. Now, I don't know when those two owners left. Oh, the Ray Mazurka and the doctors. Daddy Doolegs. Yeah. yeah, whoever. Daddy Doolegs? It's not Daddy Doolegs. But <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Those guys left at a certain amount of time and they're like in other business now. So they're two Canadians, but they don't do video games. They just do other business. Yeah, one of them is like one a. Just like wine guy. Yeah, wine or beer uh, or something. It's like a but beer. They, they, they've got, they, they were awarded the Order of Canada. Which is the highest honor you can receive? Like, I think it's like being knighted. In who England. do you get that? Who what's, you get that from? Who gives what, you the? What's order? the big American thing you give to people? Uh, like, the Medal of Honor or the? Sorry, can we, can we go? Well, not away. for not for military combat, for like civilians and stuff for achievement. Like, there's a high. Yeah, you get the president so, gives it to you. It's like a medal of service. Serv- not a purple heart. That's no, a, that's, that's for injury. That's we for give him an attaboy. 
Yeah. Every year, millions oh, of Americans it, didn't, didn't, tune um, in for the annual. Didn't Forrest Gump get one of those? Here it is: the Presidential Medal of Freedom is what it is. Okay. And so it recognizes people who've had lives filled with accomplishment, you know, and have enriched the fabric of American society, something like that, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Lines in the mail. So those two guys got the Order of Canada. Yes. Weird. The, the queen, of, the queen of soul, Aretha Franklin, has the. Can you imagine John Carmack yeah. getting, you know, the free for making Doom <laughs> and all kinds of sweet first-person shooter stuff? Here's yeah. the Medal of Freedom. Sure, why not? Oh, President so. President Reagan gave it to Mother Teresa, and she's so tiny and skinny. It looks like when you put that around her neck, it probably just dropped her to the floor immediately. They had to carry it in a separate box. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. Well, there's Ooh. that. Um, oh, and they did mention this, but I forgot to get back to it. YouTube and Activision uh, Blizzard struck an exclusive streaming deal. Google says Activision Blizzard, quote, turned to Google Cloud because of the highly reliable global footprint, advanced data analytics and artificial intelligence capabilities, and commitment to open source, creating a platform for building future gaming innovations. So they didn't do a deal with Twitch, basically. They did a deal with YouTube. Yeah, yeah so, so it sounds like anything esports related going to be on YouTube and not on Twitch. And then again dovetails with my theory that they're not really that interested in these parts <laughs> like, <laughs> like hmm, let's not go with the pre- and i think they've had their struggles it sounds like from the little tidbits i've read the two companies yeah uh because a lot of stuff is getting you know for free like you can look at twitch as a service benefiting off of blizzard's products for free right like twitch doesn't pay royalties to the people have the games played on their site i don't think right mm-hmm. yeah you no, know I so, so i think there's a lot of like i think when the money gets super large and that kind of thing starts to chafe people the wrong way then it's like what if we get to a point where blizzard just like you can't stream blizzard games on twitch you got to stream them on youtube gaming yeah what happens then that's true. but anyways good question I, i'm speculating about all kinds of crap but they don't like esports that's why they went to youtube doodly doodly do there's i played the x-files theme again in my head um all right well well done well said all good now this this is the part of the show we talk about the little games we're playing and when i say little boy do i mean it because i played little wood a lot i talked about it at length last week didn't i did i talk about it on here i did yeah that's that game where it's a small town that's not been brought into the united states yet Uh, there's a there's a saloon. And there's lots of leveling up. You yeah. do like all kinds of you pet things and you level up your pet. You level up everything. It's just all numbers going up every time you go to bed. It's a great. I'll just say it again. It's oh, didn't a great you name game. your town Chodeville or something? No, it's like a glandular, and my character is Bumblebutts or Bumblenuts. Okay. And he is the peen. He is the town peen, not the mayor. He's the peen. Anyway, uh, that game just ate up a ton of my time, and I really like it. And I won't go on about it more because I did it last week at length. Uh, it's just an just a rad but, freaking but when you play that free epic farming game i'll be happy to listen to your new adventure okay oh right farming simulator is about to be the free game it is today i, I have to remember it. to pick that up my I, girlfriend's kid is obsessed with that game and i have to have a way for him to be able to play yeah no go download it because it's there now it's i got it today and um oh, it's it it's installed i haven't played it yet um so i don't even know what i'm getting into but i am i am kind of excited to crack it that thing is like beloved people love that yeah. game so I gotta find out why. I must know why. Why? Why Sometimes is farming? You gotta farm. It's yeah. just a calling. There's some confusion about uh, 
Well, anyway, I, I, whether I should use a keyboard or, or a, a controller, I've had people truly say the top question amongst farmers. Yeah, <laughs> should I go mouse and keyboard <laughs> or controller? Can you imagine going out to the farm and be like, "Well, I don't farm, but I play farming simulator." They're like, oh yeah, you play with the mouse and keyboard? <laughs> no, I play with the controller. Like, get the hell off my property! Yeah, get off my property! These city kids coming out here with their fancy controllers, telling us how to do our job. Yeah, get out of my yard, son! I've been playing farming simulator since you were just a twinkle in your daddy's eye. <laughs> Oh, wow. My dad used to say that too. Did your dad say that? <laughs> my dad said no, it. My dad never said My dad that. did say it. I don't know where I heard yeah. it. Maybe from one of us. But my dad also yeah. said uh pleasure and major. So there's that. <laughs> my dad says chimbley. Chimbley. I think all dads say we talked well. about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. We have had that conversation about uh pleasure and chimbley. Can't, can't say words right. Nope. <laughs> nope. He had terrible handwriting too. Is your dad any penmanship? Oh yeah, full ca- all caps. Everything's okay. all caps. Sweet, <laughs> maximum effort. That's it's like perfect. Deadpool writing. That sounds about right. Um, yeah, that, I'm not buying that three hundred dollar tractor controller. I mean, there are people who are so into this game they buy tractor controllers. Not doing that. <laughs> I like <laughs> that. That's commitment. What does a tractor controller look like? Yes. You mean like um a, like a tractor? It's more yeah. than just a steering wheel. It's got all the like the track tractors have all like kind of weird pedals, and they got like lever crap up here for like raising the thresher and lowering the thresher and all that other stuff and then there's just the big wheel with like a like a knob on it uh, so it's a full wheel. race car seat except slow yes this is a tractor tractor <laughs> controller let me see that's what crazy this. i was thinking it was an actual toy tractor that had buttons on it i don't know why but this is okay or farming simulator here it is okay so i'm gonna send you a link and you're gonna love seeing this Oh, this is really hard to find now. Never mind. It's like people who get all, you know, dolled up for their flight simulator. Right. But a tractor. <laughs> but a tractor. Yeah, it's like that. It's it the flight sim people, they know what this is. They know what this pain is that they that they feel. Uh, but I'll try it and I'll report on the show how I think about it. Scott, uh, if you had to adopt one simulator game, yeah. to become like Essentially, your job, your new job was eight hours a day. You were going to play this simulator game. Which one would you choose? Oh, geez. If I had to. Yeah. Uh, You're going to be a farmer, a train driver, uh, a trucker, um, a pilot. How many simulator games are there? Lots. Oh, so many. There's like those delivery ones that are just like cross-country truck driving stuff where you can just drive for hours. I don't know why people like those. I think that's the one I'd pick if I had to do eight hours a day. I I mean, does it do... Or or flight, Do space Do space simulators count? Can I count? No. No? No, you're not. No. Because I I do want to take, you know, space drugs to some plant... uh, space station that sounds fun i mean yeah that is the right choice um no all right i'm got i got your answer probably the farming one because i don't know why there's just a sense of productivity with that like you're you're not just working really hard you're you really are generating like food and 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 sustenance and you're cultivating the land yeah plus it's just you know pretty and peaceful and your neighbors are all 20 miles away from you and i don't know there's something about all that that appeals to me it always has get a tan oh do you think the people who buy like the tractor thing would get like some of those like lamps that are really intense like tanning lamps (laughs) 
Well, they would want to get full like sunburn and then get all leathery. And yeah. Then, like, yeah. Just and, like, set it up while they're playing. Like, oh man, yeah. sun's real bright today. Got a lot I got to get done. Come out red suspenders. <laughs> oh man, it'd be good. That should They should do that. Yeah, it's not They bad. are getting the full simulator experience till they get one of those. I'll tell you, there's a game that I ex- expected to hate that I ended up playing way too long. And it was on Steam and it was super cheap. I think it was like three bucks or something. So I was like, I'm going to try this. I may have even streamed it. But it's basically a forklift after a forklift operator simulator, and you just ride a forklift around a warehouse, and it just keeps jumping around saying, "Take that box and dump it over there," and then get this. It's random. You just never know what you're going to get. And it's the most repetitive thing. But I saw the I saw the fun in it. There's something in it that's yeah. fun. There's something about moving that stuff around that's fun. Uh, did I so, tell you, know, you guys I had a dream where we were all forklift operators? Hold on a minute. Bo just no, said Bo just said that. he's licensed. What'd you no, say? No, I said you, you need a license to oh, operate yeah, a forklift. Yeah. No, you do. But John, what'd you say? We you had a dream where we were all doing that? Yeah. What? Yeah. Why? This is what we did. We we Do we lived, have our own or we, we all lived at like no, we <laughs> lived at like some weird giant like deluxe hotel thing and our job we all had was forklift operator. Really? At the Atari <laughs> Hotel? <laughs> well, it wasn't the Atari Hotel. Oh, yet, it was a deluxe hotel. Sorry. We can we can rebrand it. Yeah. yeah. You were moving low resolution cubes around if it was at the Atari. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where it came from, but that was a dream. That's really weird. Ooh. I don't think you've told us that. I don't remember. No, it's good. That. It's kind of a wholesome dream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's Just, better than... You know. Yeah. It's better than I had a dream where, you know, Bowen and Emu got it on or whatever. <laughs> I can't tell which one's the Emu and which one's Bo. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know. All right. Uh, what else? Warcraft 3. Talked about that. Um, then I played a little bit of all of these things. I played a little bit of Nowhere Profit, which is a very cool... cool what is this deck builder slash um oh i don't even know how to i don't know how to compare this to anything okay i'll just give you the quick of it it's basically okay so it's set in kind of a mad max future kind of thing and you're the prophet of this group and or no you're trying no the prop sorry you're a hero that works for the prophet but you're like a you're not as high up as the prophet uh but you're master chief is this a clay game uh no but it looks like it doesn't it art's very similar you uh this isn't that oh I, the one you're thinking of is that other card thing they're making um, oh, okay it's um, different one okay. yeah different different game so the way this thing works is you kind of do a little bit of uh uh Oregon trail in that you've got to you've got to make these distances and survive these distances you need food to do it and you need hope which is like another currency uh because hope is all about you know surviving or whatever and then you will have run-ins with bandits and things like this and the fighting takes place with a card battle that's a lot like a combination of i don't know i don't know what to compare it to but there's a little hearthstone in there there's a little slay the spire in there um but you're these these minions you use to fight with if they get killed once they're on the injured list if they get killed twice they're dead and they're gone so this has got roguelike stuff as well where, hmm. uh, like Slay the Spire, you if you don't beat the boss, you die and start over. But maybe you've got some currency you can go back and spend on your on your abilities to go out for a second time or whatever. It's um, it's very cool. That's a cool game. I'm barely scratching the surface of it. I was given a key and forgotten about it. Um, and then I was the other day, Jeff Kanata or somebody was raving about it again, and I went, Oh, I think I have that. I gotta go play that. And I went and played it, and it's very cool. 
So I'm going to keep it that. I like that one a lot. Uh, and it's, you know, just a game you buy and it's all there. You know, there's no card packs to buy or any stupid stuff like that. It's just a, just a, it's a video game ass video game. And I liked it mm-hmm. a lot. It's an interesting combination of like these survival, uh, survival technique stuff, mechanics that are all card battle, which is very satisfying card game. I really like how that plays. And then this sort of, you know, manage your crew, keep everyone alive, try not to lose too many people. There's diseases and stuff. You go to a shop and buy some better stuff. Um, you can equip cool abilities on your, like your hero card that, that benefit you while you're, you know, fighting. It's all sorts of stuff like that. It's very, very cool. Nowhere Profit is the name. Interesting. Yeah, I think you'd like it, Bo. Uh, Risk of Rain 2 went on sale and was only like 12 bucks for a hot minute. And I finally picked that up. And How I want that. I want to play that with friends. I want to get in there yeah. and rock it. So you guys should get that game, and we should play Risk of Rain too because it's very. I cool. agree. I I remember us trying to play it. I think we tried to play it maybe even for the Nvidia stream one day. Oh, the um, old Risk get, of Rain. We couldn't yeah. get it to work. Yeah, the original one. Yeah, the original two D um, one was like this two D thing, and it was cool. Risk of Rain two is like full three dimensional third person shootery, and it's currently enjoying a overwhelmingly positive on on steam it's very good um i just every time i play it i just think oh this would be a fun team game yeah i think i'd like it it's it seems really really cool i I need to check that out it's very good Uh, and it was on the cheap so that was cool and then i played a bunch more for the king which we've all played together and and separate i just like for the king and occasionally we'll just crack that open and play more that game is great um i kind of want the switch version so i can play it in bed but whatever uh, but I do like For the King. That's a very good game. Um, and a little WoW. Played a little Warcraft. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> got in there. Got the uh, intro quest stuff done. Hung around oh, with... That's not a little WoW. Those intro quests go. Yeah, they're long. Uh, but I hung out with Magni. Did that business. Got out there to... Yeah, flew all over the place. Met people. Flew back. A couple Took of portals. Some portals. Took some portals. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of it. Um, did, the, did the invasion. First invasion there in Oldham and... And uh, now I'm. Oh, and then I, oh, and then I got out of that and went and played my level eleven dwarf hunter, just for funsies because that sounded like fun. So I did that for a while. And that is the extent of my. Oh, one other game. Sorry, I'll brief mention because I haven't played a ton of it yet. But on Epic, they had I still had a ten dollar coupon from the holiday over there, and you could okay. use it. You could use it on anything. And for twenty bucks, they've had a game on there called after no surviving the aftermath uh you may sense that i like post-apocalyptic things anyway um this game is a city builder set after a it's basically a worldwide holocaust everybody's you know wiped out from some horrendous uh war stuff and then disease and famine and all that so you're basically mad max time but there are no zombies there are no none of that it's just you know the world is destroyed and you got to try to band together survivors and and make it happen again and Bo I thought of you immediately because the game plays a lot like that game you liked oh what was it called you were out in the forest it was set in like the 1800s banished 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 oh there's a lot of it's like a what's it called it's called uh uh sorry after after no shoot after no surviving the aftermath that's what it's called and this is a oh, Paradox I I game. Something about this. And Paradox is awesome. They make great games, and this is one of theirs. 
Um, Ew, you tweeted about this. Yeah, you'd like this a lot. Like I thought. Yeah, I. Oh, here's my favorite part. I almost forgot. Is it out? Or yeah, is it, I thought maybe it wasn't out yet. It's in early access on Epic only. Um, there's, so it's, oh. it's, there's a couple of reasons why that may not be your favorite thing. But it's uh, supposedly, I, I would assume, going any, you know, everywhere when it's done. But it plays out a lot like a good city builder. All that stuff's there that you'd expect. It's all very cool. Like instead of you know, digging for gold like in a typical you know, Age of Empires type thing or something or whatever, you've got guys out there digging through old plastic and metal and salvaging that stuff with like separate they, they have a tent where people are just separating metal from plastic and then you use that stuff for resources and then you got other people scavenging for food there's nuke waste everywhere so you got to be careful of that and then they have uh you figure out a way to rig up some old uh, uh solar panels that only work in the day but it's great for power blah 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 so all that kind of cool stuff um Kind of looks then, like it has the civilization top-down aspect to it. Well, right? so that's the part I was going to tell you about. This is the weird thing. So you get into it a little ways, and now you're up on the overworld, uh, and you have what's called a specialist. It's kind of like your best guy, and he's okay. that's when you go into what looks like Civ mode. And he has oh, I see. he has said to start with he has seven action points, movement and action points, and it and it's like a turn-based Civ game up top, where he's doing the long distance stuff like we're going to go scout out that whole other zone and see what there's there. Oh, when he got there, there's a school and a, and a, and a uh, hospital and also some old house. Okay, cool. Well, he needs time to refresh. So he's down now while the seven, his seven points are gone. And now there's a timer. And when that timer's done, so you're busy working on your little local town again. And then all of a sudden, boom, and you go, Oh, the timer's done. You hit M and you go, pulls you out to this overworld again. And you can send him in there and he can fight people. And they kind of have a civ style fight. He can get, uh, pick up all these resources and eventually bring them back to the town. And uh, it literally dumps them outside the town. So when you get back to your town view, all your little dudes run out to the gate and like grab all these, these containers of stuff that he brought and takes them back. It's, it's very cool. Eventually oh, get it sounds cars. like it has a lot of nice touches to it though. Yeah. It's a great com- combination of a bunch of stuff and it really wrapped, it got me, got me pretty hard the night I played. I haven't been, had time to get back in, but I'm, very excited to see how that thing continues to, to grow. And again, Paradox, they don't make bad games. They like, like nothing but good video games on PC. So I feel like... They make good video games. Sometimes yeah. they're hard to play, though. Yeah, sometimes... I, I have Crusader Kings 2. Yeah. That's very hard to play. It's uh, Sometimes their stuff's less approachable. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it doesn't mean it's not good. It's just it. Yeah, it's really involving and, you know, not... Yeah. I would argue you know, this it, is definitely not that. This is very straightforward it's not looks like it's the surviving mars side of things yes there's a good way of putting it that's a good example it's a lot like like that surviving mars yeah i think you'd dig it i think you'd really like it all right john uh how how are you what are you playing what are you doing there well i already talked about it but played some warcraft 3 reforged uh continuing to dive into world of warcraft and their newest update kind of starting to lose interest a little bit in it i'm starting to hit those gates that they've put up a little harder and uh so i'm having a little harder time convincing myself to uh, go quite as hard as i was but i also made a little volpira that i've been running around on a little volpira monk and that's been fun um other than that the big thing of the day is i got a new monitor uh for my gaming rig 
and it is replacing the ultra wide that I talked about on the show some time ago, back when I got that. And this one is not an ultra wide, and now I'm having a really hard time adapting. I can't decide if it's better to have a higher refresh rate, better quality monitor in that regard, or to go with the ultra wide. I'm kind of weighing the pros and cons of each, and I'm struggling to decide where I'm going to ultimately land on this. Gotcha. Yeah, you're not. You sound like everyone I know. <laughs> the the thing is, is I feel like ultra wide. If it was more readily adopted, um, and it game was makers much more were, standard, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was standard, it would be amazing because I feel like most people who get ultra wide immediately go, oh my gosh, why isn't this just how all video games are? Like, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. But then you get those games that don't take advantage of it and you end up with weird HUDs and things that don't look right or you have to go into weird patches to get it to work. And all of a sudden you're just putting in way more effort for this thing that's kind of a niche thing to begin with. Um, and this is also the first monitor I've had in a long time with a really, really high refresh rate, which is makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. So... I'm having a hard time deciding what I'm going to do with it. It may end up being a case where I eventually have a computer for streaming and podcasting and or a, one computer for streaming and one computer for podcasting and things like that. Why don't you dual monitor these two? Uh, right now, I don't have room for it. Oh, I okay. will post move. I'll have a bigger desk and I'll have the option where I could do that. Okay. Um, There's always a bigger desk. Yeah, but uh, as of right now, it wouldn't it wouldn't fit. They both take up the entire thing. This monitor, especially so. This monitor is you know a thin flat panel. It's actually curved, but the real estate that it takes up on my desk, yeah, it might as well be a CTR monitor. Like the amount of space this thing needs to live and breathe. Right now, you. You all can't really see it, but it's just very in my face. Yeah. And uh, it feels like the monitor's being very aggressive with me. <laughs> yeah, I had to get used to that with my 32 or whatever it is. 35, I don't know what it is. You want to see my pixels, John? It starts to feel like a TV. I don't want to see your pixels, Bo. That's gross. Yeah, yeah please I didn't, I didn't ask you. No, you didn't. That's true. I, I thought offer. about it, but <laughs> I've uh, landed on no. Not yeah, right now. There you go. Um, Maybe later. Well, let us know how that goes, because that's... We never talk about hardware, but that's always interesting to me. Yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun upgrade. The monitor. Uh, Bo, you should wait to make a decision till like Doom comes out. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good litmus test. It should be an ultra wide game. It, it would be, but it's also a game where a high refresh rate is going to be primo. Yeah. Yeah, actually, apparently, I was watching speed runs of it, and you're with the BFG. You do more damage, I think, with a higher frame rate because it does damage per frames. Oh, really? Oh, so right. one of the hacks for speedrunners is like having high solid frame rate because the you know we get. I have never heard of true that. in Resident Evil Two Remake as well. The damage on the knife is based on your frame rate. So really, if you have a if you have a high frame rate, you can just wreck things with knives. Pay to freaking win! <laughs> yeah, literally. Well, what pay they do is <laughs> pay to win by big monitor. Yeah. Pay four hundred dollars yeah. to win. Well, back when it was all about heroes, got the ultra wide, so I could see more of the <laughs> battlefield. Now that it's Resident Evil, got to get that high refresh rate for sweet knife kills. Yeah, ultra wide, more like ultra pay to win. Sure, that's right. 
Oh man, it was so nice. You should have seen Heroes on an ultra wide. It was a thing. Oh, but it was amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, I totally forgot. I che- I checked back into um, uh, Ghost Recon. I always forget the name of the new one. The one that launched badly. People or were Wildlands, mad. Firelands. Not Wildlands. Wildlands was the last one. The new one's Battlefront. Or no. <laughs> Hold on. What is it? It's Ghost Recon Damaged. Dirty, dirty bird. Breakpoint, breakpoint, breakpoint. Okay. Breakpoint. Did you do okay. the Terminator stuff? Is that's that what, what I was. That's what I was going to get into. Um, and I didn't get far enough because the show started. But I am going to actually crack that and see what's up with that Terminator business. Also, they fixed a ton of bugs, and it felt pretty good to be back in there. I like that game. I like what those Ghost Recon games are. They're like puzzle games in a weird way. Um, and now with loot, but me, me trying to figure out how to get into a base and take out a ton of dudes uh, and do it quietly and carefully or loudly, but do it well and not get chased down by drones. And like, there's just a lot. I, I like both of those games a lot. I thought wildlands was amazing. And I really like this too. I just need them to keep tweaking at it. Cause this thing does it's still got a couple of problems. They fix a lot of bugs. Um, we'll see. I'll let you know how the Terminator. Did they, uh, did they get Arnold for the Terminator? He, his vis his visage for w- at least one of them. Yes. But there's a bunch of them. And no, no voice. Oh, a lot of people could be Terminators. Well, I don't know if people can, but in the game, you got to kill a bunch of them oh. and they all look a little, they, they all have different faces and stuff. Um, but they're going to just grab you and be like, you want to stick a knife in me? See what's going on in the, uh, <laughs> No, no, okay. that will not That's happen. A shame. But he, he it should be in the game. <laughs> he does agonizingly pull a giant red ball out of his nostril, so that's good. Great, that's yeah. different movie. But Astamas. Yeah, I've, I'm in the lately in the mood to watch Total Recall. Don't know why, just I need it. I need to watch Total Recall. Is that weird? Copenhagen, give these people air. <laughs> no, I get, I get the impulse. Sometimes a good '80s movie or I don't 90s think his movie, name is Copenhagen. It, no, is it's what not. You, yeah, I agreed, Bo. We should, you know, what they need to do. They need to do that thing where Amazon Prime Video. I, I well, they have it. I just don't have access to it. Um, but I want to be one of the beta testers where you can watch Prime content with your audience, and it's not illegal. Like it's legit. It's because it's through Amazon. Amazon owns Twitch. I want to do that because I mm-hmm. want to. I just want to do that. Okay. Yeah, I think that. Oh, fun. so you want to be able to watch like the thing, but with. But with people and streams. with friends, like I could have you guys on, yeah. we could sit and watch Total Recall, and then there would be a chat room the whole time, and we could just chat and talk and laugh, and oh, it'd be amazing. Yeah, I would. I sign me up for that when that happens. Okay. That is an activity that I would Creating love to do. Content out of other people's content is all good and fun until somebody's making money and somebody is. <laughs> I'm gonna reach out. I have a dude at Twitch who's supposed to be my kind of partner rep person. I'm just gonna reach out and say, "Hey, how are those uh, invites going? You guys uh, want to send a couple? Of me? See what they do." Yeah, you want to uh, get maybe one of those invites falls off a truck. Uh, and they're right. The invites said, for what? The the Amazon game, the, the MMO. Yeah. No. Oh no. I want no. I'm just saying for the invite for the. Uh, uh, for the video thing we were just talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you have to be, it's invite only right now for them to do that. It's a beta. Uh, that and I do want to know more about that Amazon MMO. I want to see what the frick that is. I don't have any, I, I don't, I mean, I haven't followed it that close, so there's probably a lot of info I don't know. It's, out it's there. too early to judge, but the armor looks cool. And yeah. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've been working on it forever, so maybe there's something Doesn't there. have Amazons in it? No, but 
the smile logo is on everything. I think that might be a bit much. Just kidding. It's not. Yeah, that's what I want. I want every <laughs> single piece of armor to look like I made it out of cardboard. <laughs> I mean, if you're saying that there is a transmog in there of nothing but like a Amazon branded cardboard box uh, armor set helmet and everything i mean if you're saying that's an option i wouldn't turn it down so, so when i worked for a uh, popular retail gaming store yeah uh when they sent out i'm tying all, everything together when they sent out knights of the old republic they sent more cardboard than is known to man it was a giant box with a smaller box in it but then had multiple smaller boxes in that yeah. and they sent us a bunch of it and i worked in a store that was right across the street from a mall that mm -hmm. had another of that same store in it and we got zero business. So what we proceeded to do with that day is take all that cardboard we had and we assembled what can only be described as a suit of Iron Man armor out of it. Uh, it had a helmet. It had a moving jaw plate. When you talked, the jaw would move. It had a retractable arm blade uh, via a little pin that you could pull on the arm and a blade would come out. It was some sweet cardboard. Did you armor. wear this and have pictures of this? Because I want to see. This. I wore it. Nobody took any pictures of it. But the worst part is for a uh, nerdy kid uh, still trying to find a girl and have a good time. Uh, we we our store was located right next to a dance studio, uh -huh. and I made the amazing decision to wear the armor past the dance studio. <laughs> Oh, you didn't I've go never, in. I've never been cooler than that moment right there. You didn't go in? You. you didn't you didn't uh... No, I was on my way to the dumpster to throw it away. It was the, uh... the end of the day. We were done with it. Wait, you were wore it to the dumpster though? Yeah, it was the easiest way to move it all. <laughs> there were a lot of pieces. <laughs> It's like a full eight hour shift. How many people? Three people working on this I thing. I love yeah. that. That's very 24 funny. hours of labor time. The only other cool story that oh. I can tell uh, involving cardboard and uh, that particular store is I was not working. Let me be clear. I was not an employee that brought a sword to work, but I did go into the store with a sword. Wow. And uh, uh, I bought a katana. I was an idiot. I was like 16 years old. Yeah. I bought a katana, so immediately I took it to work. Yeah. Uh, and showed everybody. It was like, look, I bought a katana, and everyone was, oh, that's amazing. We got to cut something with it. So uh, <laughs> that particular game store, whenever you were done with your standees, this was before they would do like give them away as a pre-order bonus. You just toss those standees out. So we had a Madden standee that was scheduled to go into the dumpster of you know football man. And they said, John, you got to cut the, the football standee. So I got out the sword and I, I knew how to slightly use a katana. And I decided I was going to do vertical slice right down the center of football, man. Yeah. And sure enough, I did. Started at the top, straight down the middle, all the way to one knee. I'm not making this up. Swear to you, this is what happened. Who was the Which, character that year? Who, or not character? Uh, I don't the... know because I don't know football. People. Okay, it's a, it was a football man. <laughs> uh, so straight down to one knee, from top to bottom, hit the floor with a very satisfying clink. Oh man! The standee remains exactly as it was, yeah. and then slowly splits into two pieces and falls on both sides of me. That's great. It was the most anime moment of my life. I was like, "This is the coolest I will ever be." Yeah, that's naturally. Good. You went super saiyan that day. Well done. Yeah, that was the day. Yeah, good job. Hey, Bo. Do you have that katana? Oh. Yeah, I do. It's at my parents' house, but yeah, I do. Hey, Bo, did you uh, 
Did you play it? You played all of Reforged and for the first time, right? Uh, yeah, it's my first time playing Warcraft 3. Yeah. Uh, pretty much, period. I might have logged in somewhere in the past. I know my brother owned it. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing the box at his house, and he really liked that game. And he likes few games. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I just never got around to it. So I never played it back in the day when it was relevant and new. It was like the 90s, yeah. right? No, uh, 2003. But yeah. 2003? Close. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Warcraft 2, you may be thinking. No, I'm thinking three. It was okay. definitely three because the boxes for that game is they're distinct, right? Like, yeah. is it Thrall and then Arthas and the other one? Like, it's yeah, they had Thrall and Arthas on the other. I and played one Elf. and two. I played one and two like in the day where they were launched. It was shareware stuff, and mm-hmm. you can get them. Yeah, so three is. I played one and two, but just not three. I was playing Planet Side. Didn't have time for Warcraft three. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, yeah, so now I'm actually just playing it for the first time. And honestly, as someone who's playing it for the first time, it's kind of great that the graphics are good and not old because it's hard to play old games when the graphics are old and poopy a lot of the time. Right. And yeah. I think the graphics are passable, you know? Yeah, they're fine. I'm not going to like, you know, we're not talking like next-gen cutting-edge stuff, but we're talking they're pretty, everything looks pretty cool. And the game itself stands up. It's At first I was like, the Thrall prologue is a little, you know hokey and the gameplay is not too interesting but as you start playing through the human campaign the challenges start mounting there's lots of cool new units i'm playing the undead campaign now and it's like i'm finding out all these things that are like cannibalize in world of warcraft comes from the 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 zombie units yeah yeah which i don't think was a thing in warcraft one or two is like uniquely to warcraft three so there's all these abilities in warcraft three that i'm like oh i recognize that from world of warcraft Mm. ah that's in world of warcraft mm-hmm. ah those bit, like everything that. is like that for me and i'm like i'm my mind is blowing because i never played warcraft 3 so i'm like just loving it everything's like oh that's in world of warcraft it's so, also the first game um yeah. ever the blizzard ever made that was rendered in 3d there was they, they'd never had a 3d game before warcraft 3 yeah that's right eh? yeah, yeah. everything else is 2d before that which and it was a, a high watermark when it came out like i remember even looking at the images and stuff for it thinking like wow, this game looks pretty sweet Oh yeah, no, it was great for its day. It was it was yeah. real real pretty. And, but um, and also I think the WoW engine still has bits and pieces of it that still belong to the Warcraft three engine. Like that was a converted the WoW the WoW know. engine started as a converted uh, Warcraft three engine, and they just oh, kept working on it and tweaking it. And I think it's probably still got some of that legacy stuff in there. But at the very least, definitely still some icons hanging around. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah that's I'd weird to see that. immediately. Some of those you see and you're like, oh my, I still have that on my hunter bar right now. <laughs> yeah, I use that regularly. Yeah, it's very odd. But I will say the most striking thing about Warcraft 3 is the difference in our expectations about what a game is, really. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that in 2003 was like a prime example of a top game, right? Mm-hmm. Best in class RTS, a pinnacle of achievement. Um, the storytelling is so simple. We're all expecting like our narratives and video games to be like breaking bad level, you know, like just like dramatic works now and stuff like that. And you kind of forget that it didn't take much for us to be really excited about a game and say it had a sweet story when really it has like, you know, very basic, right? It's super basic, but it was so well executed and hadn't, and, and that was, that was unheard of for an RTS or or a strategy game or even a PC game up to that point. So they, they were able to take, 
I mean, we've just gotten so much better at saying, all right, now we can do more, much more complex stories. The, the technology and the storytelling are matching better. But in its day, it was a pretty big accomplishment. But yeah, you're right. You, you see it now and it's like Thrall just being, we've got to get our people out of here and off to Kalimdor. Like, it's just super yeah. cheese bag. It's really basic. But, but it still works. It still works. Like, yeah. it's not, I'm yeah. not saying it's a criticism. It's just neat to see the difference. I remember, and it's it's funny to think of it from this perspective. I remember telling somebody, "Yeah, play through that human campaign. It's basically like watching the origins of Darth Vader. Seeing as we're never going to see that, yeah. Like I genuinely believed that at the time. I was like, yeah, this is how we're going to see Darth Vader's origin story because that's kind of what Arthas is, you know. It's yeah, he's fall that's, from the light to the dark side. That's basically the Anakin story in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, what I like what was I was gonna say what was I gonna say I forgot um oh crap what you like I I don't remember I was gonna say something about something to do with this wow and, oh 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 I know what it was did you get I I found myself almost laughing out loud on the stream when I got to the part where Thrall has been thrown in jail along with a bunch of troll dudes and some other stuff by the big Murloc King guy. Uh-huh. And they're in jail. Yeah, the Murloc talks, number oh, one. the Murloc talks. Uh, but they're in jail. This is the funny part. They're in jail. They're all locked in there. And they're, they, you know, the, the camera fades in and they're sort of having this conversation. And he's on his wolf, his dire wolf thing. He's got his ha- doom hammer. The other guy's got his giant sword. And two other guys have spears. And he's on the wolf. And they're just in the jail. Like... <laughs> in 2003 you just couldn't make them like stripped of their stuff it was just we still have all our stuff here in jail yeah that's what i mean the realism doesn't matter because like even arthas is huge size right and everyone else is normal size yeah. which makes sense he's the hero unit you can see him better on the map but even in the cutscenes, he's hero size so like his sergeant is is like up to his knee or something yeah. <laughs> and he's like sir what are we gonna do and i'm like yeah <laughs> i'm like this it's like he rules a kingdom of gnomes or something. It's you know, it's like the one not realistic the, at all. The one part I really truly forgot about was early in the game. There's a narrator that's doing tutorial work, and I forgot yeah. that was in there. And that guy really throws me. It's like, oh, he's the nerdiest. I thought <laughs> they got like I thought they got an employee to record. I don't even know if that was that in the original game. Oh yeah, that was in there. And also like, press it... the alt button in order to control. Oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah. Who, Ooh, click right to get to the and next keep, thing. keep in mind like a lot of those guys were still just i mean metzen was just an employee and he's do he does thrall and two other three other yeah. characters uh thrall can't move unless you click the ground yeah click the ground now to move the war chief. oh it's so like, funny which, okay calm down all right <laughs> slow down there genius i don't know if i can follow these directions it's just his voice is so unvoice acted yeah. in you? any capacity it's weird so i don't know if it's the regular line or if he did it because i moved technically before he had finished talking but like when he was telling me to move him the first time and i right clicked while he was still talking and thrall moved he goes I can tell you're excited. I was like, no, you can't. Shut up. No, you what can't tell this? I'm excited. No. I, I can tell you're eager to get started. Yeah, Let's go. There's a lot of Just that. like, oh, man, narrator yeah. guy. You're, you're, you're rough. We were, but we, like in 03, I was in this office I was working in, and me and two other guys, like, bolted out of there, went to software, et cetera, Babbage's, or was probably GameStop by then. And we just, first in line, man, we were like, we've got to get this game. And we played, we had a LAN party all freaking night long, just all night long. 
playing that game. And you I didn't even campaign or multiplayer. Multiplayer. Then I played the the campaign at home later, but in the office we played multiplayer. And the only thing I didn't like about it, and I still to this day I'm torn on it, even though it informed MOBAs from then on. Like it's such an important and integral moment in gaming, how things branched out from it. But the hero system of like go kill stuff, level up, get things, take the gold back, spend it. Like the things that would become standards in 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 MOBA games, including Heroes of the Storm, I didn't like when I first messed with them. Because in my head, it was like, no, man, Warcraft, Starcraft, that's just make dudes and let's take the army and let's go. This hero stuff is weird. I don't like it. I don't like spending time killing minions just for the you know the heck of it. Like there's another player somewhere. He's gonna kill me. How can I how can I be off in the woods killing a murloc when I should be off killing him? Like it just didn't the hero units were not jiving with me. Was it was it the hero units or the fact that they were leveling that bothered you? Both of it. Both of those things, which is weird because I love mechanics that are progression based. I don't, based I don't and, mind the hero units in the campaign. Like when there's a story mission and you oh, just yeah. gotta escort your zombies yeah, around and so narratives happening. Like that's good. But like it's part of the PvE experience PvP right. experience. Right. I've never I played one game during beta. And I just kind of died. I just turtled up and died. <laughs> I, mean, I, was, so, I don't play. I, I don't really have an opinion. I guess is what I'm saying. I don't <laughs> do them anymore. I've only played StarCraft two PvP and, right. and done okay. Right. It's been a long time since I played the the mission where you have to like hold up for a certain amount of time. How long was it that you had to hold up or defend? Twenty minutes. There's two. I've played two of them so far. The actually. first one I did, the one I did the other night, was twenty minutes. It's too long. Yeah, it's dumb. There's a 30 minute one later. Those, okay, those, so here's the yeah. funny thing. This is maybe the greatest testament to me as a youth versus me as an adult. When I played that as a kid, that's what made me cheat on the game because I was like, 20 minutes? I'm going to be here forever. <laughs> like, I just had no scope of that, no understanding of that. I was just like, why don't you make me just do this for an eternity? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, 20 minutes. Now like as an adult, time. I'm like, oh, 20 minutes? This will be a nice short little mission. We'll just get through it. Uh, yeah. Oh, 30 minutes? Okay, even more doable. I can get a lot done in that Well, minutes. it is more boring, like, because they have those missions in StarCraft, but they're usually giving you bonus objectives. to, right. You know, you have to make, like, a side squad and get them rolling around the map right. while you're defending. Yeah. So it's like they've improved in that regard and how to keep you busy. Like that feedback, like, oh, it just sucks to be turtling up for 20 minutes. It's like, and I, I actually, that, I actually really liked how the second and third uh, StarCraft 2 games, um, not expansions, whatever you want to call them, yeah. uh, Heart of the Swarm, and, and then uh, the, the yellow person one. What was that called? Protoss. <laughs> Protoss. <laughs> Legacy of Le- the Void. Legacy of the Void. Um, those two campaigns I liked more than the first one, the Wings of Liberty one, because yeah. they did less. Of the typical, like, gather, do 50 of these guys, now defend it till the time's up. Like, I don't really like that yeah. stuff. What okay. I do, yeah, yeah, that's I, true. They, I they, like tried, rolling they around. definitely try to innovate with all their levels in, in both those. Yeah. So, yeah, but I loved leveling. I loved rolling around with a hero and, like, half a dozen units and doing cool story mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I can, the, the massive army management and all that other stuff, you can do that multiplayer. I like single player that was more focused on, like, yeah, a handful of stuff. Like, the Thrall play. escaping from prison is a good example. That's great. I loved all that. Like that stuff's good. I wish that was more true of most RTSs, but sadly, I'm not uh, the War Three campaign is great. I mean, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. So nice. I don't know if a lot of people want to be angry about it. There's at least one happy person. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Um, and then oh, tell me about your Clone Wars marathon. How's that? How'd that go? 
Yeah, where you well, I'm just that? I'm continuing on it. I'm on season five now. Oh, you're gonna make it. So, You'll make it in time. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll make it in time. Okay. When does it come out? Uh, uh, February. Gen- Fe- yeah, February. I've got time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll Se- be there. Seventh or something. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, uh, because I'm marathoning Star Wars from front to back, so I have to take a little break. Mm. If Are I start watching to... Clone Wars in chronological order, or in... well, n- no. So I'm watching it chronologically in the sense that the way they're numbered, yeah, uh-huh. is but that's I've learned since then that that's not the official ordering of the episodes because they're <laughs> super disorganized and release them all in the wrong order. Yeah. Um. So there's an actual from Star Wars itself, like canon, sequential order to watch those in, and it's not. It's not even like they should put that on the Disney app, I would think. Yeah, yeah. just right. like which order do you want to watch this in? The dumb Original order we released right it in, or the one that makes actual sense? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're doing that, and I wish I was, but I if I start now, I'll never catch up in time for the. It's you know. a lot to watch, and honestly, yeah. like, there's a lot of. I mean, I love them. Just like you know, how you're like, I love all my children, mm-hmm. but you know. It, it's it's kind of that feeling, right? You love them all, even though I watched two episodes of basically droids. Remember the droids cartoon? <laughs> yeah, I remember I don't that. Know. Yeah. It's oh, just, the stupid hijinks that C-3PO and R2-D2 C-3PO and R2-D2 accidentally uh, save one culture and none of the other uh, clones believe that they did that. They're like, we saved the planet. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Shut up. Yeah, it was bad. C-3PO. And then there's a second one right after it where they meet pygmy guy, like not even pygmies, they're little tiny people, and they save them. <laughs> Doesn't R two accidentally crush one of them? Yeah, they do crush some of them too. Like it's, <laughs> it, but it's just like they're bumbling their way around and either destroying, or like raising civilizations or saving them, and they're awful. I mean, they're god awful. Yeah, and then he goes. It goes from that to. Oh, here's a story about a Jedi who's lost it and has decided to secretly pit the clones against one another because he doesn't value their lives anymore. So he makes up lies about the enemy just to just to send them after one another. And you're like, holy hell, this is the same show where R2-D2 and C-3PO are attacked by pygmy people like. Hold on. Is this (laughs) is this the 80s? We're talking about the 80s one, right? The 80s droids cartoon because there was one in the 80s well yeah i was referencing the 80s one yeah okay like it's just there's a couple episodes of clone wars that it's just the droids oh i got you okay it's just droids there's like some interesting story happening nope you're getting the droids well here here i'm gonna i'm gonna play just a piece of the star wars droids 1985 intro just for fun here you go pretty pretty rocking so far Oh my gosh. Oh, that song just brings back memories, dude. Oh, geez. This is uh, weird. This is really bad. Yeah, that's horrendous. Okay. I'm going to have to go look at more of that. I forgot what that was like. It's <laughs> <laughs> a deep cut. You guys don't remember the droids. I'm, so, I'm shocked it's actually not on the Disney app. Yeah. I, rem- I remember the droids' toys. That was some of my favorite R2-D2 and C-3PO. There may be a weird rights that. thing with that. Like some TV Kenner rights. Ones were kind of garbage. Some, Maybe. Yeah. Old TV rights are weird. And I mean, it's probably not. not out of canon when they did the recanonization business. Yeah. But yeah, that was a thing. And I remember as a kid, I loved it. Yeah. I bought the cereal, the 3PO cereal. I had no- oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
There's no Legend of Zelda cereal, but it was pretty good. Yeah, I never did that. I still, I ate all those. Uh, where is it? The the things, oh, the Mario one that came with, uh, here it is. Oh, I can't reach it. Yes, I can. I don't know if you guys remember this. This is the Super Mario Brothers, or Super Mario Odyssey cereal. Where he's got oh, the my. Hat. And yeah. it was basically, and it has this, you know, all this stuff. Plus, you, it's an actual amiibo, so you scan the box. Yeah, it's basically an amiibo. Yeah, and there's an amiibo in there, but... um. That's just a chip in, in the side of the box. But anyway, I ate them. They were just Fruit Loops. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, not like the old days where it was actually a cereal. Yeah, or like the, its own unique thing. The Heroes of the Storm one we got, the Ragnar, Ragnar, Renos or whatever it is. Well, those were literally Fruit they Loops. They were literally Fruit Loops, like straight up. They just yeah. reboxed them. I think they made a deal with Kellogg's or whatever. Or whoever makes well, them. yeah, because then there were Lucio's, which was its own cereal. That's true, and I never did get those. Hmm. Doesn't seem like you do that kind of stuff anymore, does it? No, it doesn't happen very often. Yeah, Blizzard's it happened as... a lot back in the day. I remember there used to be little tiny Mario soda pops. Yeah, yeah. And each character had their own flavor. It was in the days of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Yep. Back Super when Mario, Mario sounded the Super way he show. was supposed to. <laughs> oh, I see. I don't know if I'm going to agree with you on that. I that's the best version of Mario. I don't like this positive. That's a goal. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I want him to sound like a New York City plumber. That's the best Mario. I want him to sound like Captain Lou, Captain Lou Albano. There okay. you go. Okay. I'm kind of with John on this one a little bit. Like, I mean, I love it. Don't get me you're wrong. T- you're talking with the live action TV show, right? With the <laughs> yeah. Hey, Paisanos, <laughs> like that guy. Yeah, yeah that's Mario. <laughs> that's Mario. Um, yeah. I have good news for you guys. The entirety of Star Wars droids is on YouTube. Uh, oh, that's okay. Nice. I'm in trouble again. Beep, beep, boop, beep. Oh, wow. Trouble again. Hey, R2. Oh, gosh. You guys, this is shit. It's really is bad. It? Yeah. Oh. Wait, send me a link. I was only able to find the opening, but yeah, is there does a... it look better or worse than the Happy Days cartoon? It's worse than that, and that was pretty bad. So that tells you. Here, Bo, I'll put it in. Thanks, this man. Room. No problem. <laughs> it's really <Okay>. bad. <laughs> anyway, um, all right. Uh, that's gonna. Oh, and you saw. We all saw the Picard thing. In fact, episode two out today. I guess I haven't seen it yet. Uh, uh, I have not seen either yet. Oh, but. you you need to see it. It's great. It's great. I want to. It's so Picardy. It's so like, oh, I don't even know how to explain it. I'm so happy to have like a a real the the way that the a Starfleet captain should be. Like, there's no this isn't Walter White with all the uh, should we should I be rooting for such a terrible person? Like, we don't need we're we got plenty of anti heroes out there. Picard yeah. is this pure, you know, thing in a in a complicated universe, and I love him, and he's great in this. And if you don't like it, then don't at me, because it's very good. I'm excited. I I'm a huge Next Generation fan. I've had trouble with pretty much every other version of Star Trek that's come out, yeah. and so having Picard back is makes me really happy. Same. Oh, yeah, definitely watch this. It's good. This first episode was pretty great. Yeah, it was really good. I'm very excited to see what today's episode's like because uh, I think we. Oh, was it doing out today? Yeah, today's, today's the day. Yep. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, 
right? It was very good. Uh, it was good. It was good. I was a little worried at first because that first scene just felt like something I didn't want to watch, but then it turned into something good. Oh, that <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for for John. Do you it mean just... the tabletop moment? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know, I had a feeling right away. It was like, wait a minute, that's. I was like, this feels like a modern show. It's going to be about relationships and shit. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> like, it went back to being Star Trek. It was great. Yeah. And the preview for the rest of the season looked really good just when they showed all these little clips and they showed a couple things that make me very excited. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's fan. It's paying a lot of fan service, but I don't care, man. Oh, that thing at the end, the, the large thing. Yep. Yeah, it looks really interesting. Don't know what to make of that yet. I mean, there's a lot of questions about why that's there. There's a lot to do. Yeah. It's great. It's pulling all my strings. I'm in. I'm all in. And they started off with a bang in a good way, too. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. Plus, the only the only part that really took me out of it, and this isn't a spoiler, is they spent a bunch of time at the Anaheim Convention Center pretending it's like Starfleet. Oh, I saw that too. I was about but, to say, does he go to BlizzCon in the but, first episode? No, but they yeah. saw him go to they've, BlizzCon in the trailer. Yeah. They've green screened out built recognizable buildings. So you're like, I'll recognize like the interlock and the tables and like a pillar, but like the building in the background's like been painted over digitally with yeah. some other so background, like, like space buildings and stuff like that. You're like the Anaheim convention center was there, but now it looks like some sort of background with this, but it's yeah. still like, it's I'm still like, there. I sat there BlizzCon last yeah. year. You may as well be, you may as well eat in your yeah. Bush burger while a freaking, uh, <laughs> Reinhardt walks by. Man. Can you imagine if Picard did something at Bo's Bush burger? <laughs> That would be amazing. If only we knew each other, that would be a great Easter egg. But John, you're going to watch this and go, oh my gosh, that's the press line. I've yeah. been in that line. Those are the doors that they open when everyone comes rushing in and just about kills each other. Like all that stuff's it's there. A really bad location to use. I think a lot of people go to the convention center for yeah. a lot of reasons. Yeah. It's not yeah. just, and it's not even just BlizzCon, but it that threw me a little bit. But actually, the, the, the content of the show and the acting and the story it's transcended it. It worked out for me. Um, I, I really like it. I like where they're going with it. And the cast seems really strong. So do check it out, John, and let us know what you think next week. Speaking of which, we'll be back next week with a whole new episode of Core. Thank you all for listening and hanging out with us tonight. We really appreciate it. If you like the show, support us, or at least consider supporting us over at uh, patreon.com slash core show. You can do that right now if you want to. It's a piece of cake, super easy. Head on over there now and check it out. Uh, we thank you for all the support you've already given us. And we hope that uh, more will join. That's patreon.com slash core show. You can find us at frogpants.com slash core. You can leave us voicemails at 801-471-0462. You can find us on Twitter at core pod, John underscore Jagger. I'm at Scott Johnson. And Bo is at Bo Schwartz. We do this most Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash frogpants. So check it out. We'd love to have you here live. Thank you, live people, for being here. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Bo, for John. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Wesker. <laughs>